Yes, it's uh, us, 8-4, and we are back finally with a special, very special, I might uh, say. We, every episode is special. Yep, so special. This mm-hmm. is a very special episode uh, centered around Nintendo's 3DS handheld, which we all pretty much got to play a bunch of... Um, but uh, first things first, you're listening to 8-4 Play, um, the first, best, only, greatest <laughs> podcast about Japan games and Japanese games ever. Yeah, ever. Um, that played 3DS. And uh, I am your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Uh, with me, as always, are the, uh, the 8-4-some. Uh, to my right, JJ Bobby Roma Epperson. Bobby Roma. That's right. It was Bobby Roma. Uh, we went to Tony Roma's, right? And uh, Tony Roma's oh, right. <laughs> at the event we're about to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And you had some fajitas. Right. And uh, they were extremely expensive. $18 for fajitas that barely filled me up. Actually, it was 1,800 yen, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So, so that was, would actually it was more be, like 20 bucks. Yeah, it would yeah. be like a... With tax, everything—that's probably about a twenty-two dollar set of fajitas. Yeah, and so you were upset. I was upset because it was like, you know, barely any like six pieces. No, I'm sorry, five pieces of chicken, and then just a plate full of onions. onions yeah, which is like thirty cents, you know, fifty cents for an onion. Just a little smattering of cheese. But then we decided, well, little Bobby Roma has to get through college somehow. That's so. right. You were paying for Bobby Roma's college tuition. <laughs> um, laughing there, that is uh, Hiroka Awada asks Awada Minamoto. She actually, Hiroko, you've read more. I checked on the English website. There's uh-huh. only the first part of the uh, Awada asks. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interview about the 3DS. And uh-huh. you've read through the Japanese version. Yeah. So I think it was a three-part thing. And I read through um, the whole thing. Cool. Cool. So we're going to talk a bunch about that. Basically, if it has to do with 3DS, if it's happened in the last week or two, we're going to talk about it. Um uh, to my left, her right is John Gaming Judas Ricciardi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that works. Hey, you get the best song in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. G- Gaming Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. Do you know why you're named Gaming Judas? Uh, I was assuming it's because I was mad that you don't have your own uh, different nickname every episode. No, or, uh, actually. <laughs> although it works for that as well. Um, it was you know, the cock crowing when you tweeted apologizing about uh, tweeting about games. We talked <laughs> yeah. to your Twitter followers. Talk about this. Dude, that, that was lame. Too. No, it was not lame. You have a lot of Japanese fishing fans. You yeah. tweeted in Japanese <laughs> apologizing. Saying, to people who don't have interest in games because yeah. I flooded my Twitter with game posts. How many people do you have on your Twitter feed that don't like games? I mean, I, I'm, a lot of my personal friends in Japan are on my Twitter feed, and they don't follow games, and so but therefore, does it, you, you're, you're, I wasn't apologizing for loving games, and I wasn't Twitter apologizing does. to game people. I was apologizing to the non-gamers. Your Twitter profile says "No game, no life." That's right. <laughs> do you want people on your Twitter feed following you who have no life? I'm just being polite. Who don't care about games? Does the Dalai Lama apologize? Like, listen, guys, I'm sorry today. I pre I I got a little carried away with the stuff about the uh, mindfulness and the. <laughs> the caring. I'm sorry. And thus gaming G- Judas was born. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, rounding out the cast, very special guest. Second time? Third time. Third, Third. time mm-hmm. on the podcast. Um, and he's going to be back at least one other time. But uh, Alex, Sonic the Hedgehog, fucking suck shit, Annie L. Did he say that? No, it yes, doesn't. He's, yeah, been, no, that, he's been ranting and raving, running around the office, talking about how terrible and overrated Sonic the Hedgehog is <laughs> all week. Uh, 
<laughs> but you do love Resident Evil, and we are going to have our special Resident Evil um, podcast uh, coming up. The anniversary is when? March 22nd, March 2011. Tw- okay, so at or Mark before, your calendars. Before then, yeah. and uh, Assuming Shinji Mikami can't make it. Alex yeah. is their second choice. Right. That's right. <laughs> no, or I understand. Shinji Mikami will need like a like a toady to, you know, like um, get his drinks. and uh, Right. That's and, true. Uh, and you would be willing to do that, right? You would You would bow before Shinji Mikami if he asked you. I've already done that. You have. <laughs> there you go. Believe it or not. Well, I you have. found like polite Japanese style, but I'm talking about like Zod, like kneel before him <laughs> style, yeah. like fully prostrate yourself. If You've no already one, done that too. If, if no one's around to see it, did it happen? So, you have to have audience when you do that. Yeah. That's we'll the tape the whole thing. Yes. This is perfect. So I, I turned down your other nicknames, Alex, by the way. We're sealing Miyamoto. Sealing Miyamoto. Okay. Which actually, so there's a picture uh, going around, making the rounds, that I thought briefly that you took, but your friend took it. Yeah. Of Miyamoto at this event that we're about to talk about, the 3DS event. Yes. Um, and uh, he looks like, uh, yeah, you like caught him. He's like surreptitiously looking from this... Uh, overhanging kind of uh, this window. Yeah, there's a hallway up up above this giant convention center hall that he was peering down yeah. uh, <laughs> upon the people from. Um, like, but that was your friend who took that. Yeah, he runs a website in Australia. He was visiting for the event. And his wow, brother, he came out just for the event. Yeah, he did. Wow, wow give, him, give him a plug. Give him the 84 bump. What's his website? Vooks.net what? V- V-O-O-K-S dot net. Okay. Yeah. He's also a gaffer. And, uh, cool. He's a nice guy. Cool. I've never met him, but he was a nice guy in Gaff. All right, All and right. final nickname was Bump of Chicken. Um, good right. band. Because <laughs> uh, Alex just delivered a whole bunch of... How was that chicken? That was delicious chicken. Yeah. Uh, Family chicky. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, the 3DS event. So let's give some background to people who might not know exactly why are we talking about the 3DS uh, this week. JJ. Uh, because Nintendo had a what is it they called it Nintendo, Nintendo World? World 2011 2011 which is like their big unveiling to the public of the Nintendo 3DS. And it's the first it, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry it's the first time that the public has ever had a chance to play the 3DS. So in John kind of want you to describe what it was like sort of the setup there where it was blah 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 what it looked like etc set the stage so it took place at the Makuhari Messe is a big convention center where there's lots of uh lots of you know those kind of uh, exhibitions Tokyo game shows there and motor shows are there and everything else is there um it's out in the middle of nowhere um, yeah. And basically, uh, they took up a whole hall and just had, um, you know, rows upon rows of 3DS games lined up uh, for people to wait in line and play. Uh, as they well also, as, yeah. I was going to say, they also had like a giant wall. Right. Um, you know, Iwata, uh, the president of Nintendo, talked about this a while back, right? Like, they have to find ways to get people to be able to, like, you know, understand what the 3DS is about. Right, right. But this is a really good idea. But they had like a giant wall with like a, you know, kind of t- uh, how would you what would you how would you explain it glory like, holes glory holes, <laughs> glory yeah. holes. Glory yeah, holes. basically like you know like you look into the wall and and, and there's like a, a screen in there in, in like a um, playing the 3ds games in there so you can kind of see the 3d effect you can't well, mess with the slider but, so there's mm. an actual 3ds behind plexiglass in these right. little like foot square hole holes in the wall it's like a peep a peeping what do you call that that the viewer thing um 
Viewmaster? It's kind of like a little like Viewmaster. A little like you look into the wall, basically, and then you can kind of see the see the 3DS kind of. I mean, it's like a it's like a hole in the wall that has a 3DS in it, right? It's an actual 3DS, and it's they were looping usually mostly like gameplay demos, um, right, of different games, and it had mm-hmm. the slider. I was surprised they had the slider turn all the way up. Uh, I noticed on most of them that mm-hmm. I saw that the 3D slider that controls how strong the 3D effect mm-hmm. um, is. When you go to play a game, they always had it up at the very top as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, so I, you weren't able to adjust it. You can no, adjust you it, but they, they started it out at the top. I see. I think they they just wanted to have people feel like the full 3D effect, and then you can just adjust turn it down if you mm-hmm. if you so, don't. So I thought that was really interesting. I wonder if that was born out of frustration or. Um, awareness after E3 when Nintendo debuted the 3DS about how hard it was just to cycle people through even when it was a non-interactive game they had a a not that big of an area and a a good amount of units but it was still really hard to get people I mean that was like the weight of E3 right which you kind of want I'm sure they want that to some respect but I mean even as press and as like friends of Nintendo as we are we got in like the special line, but even the special line, we just right. lucked out and got butted into it. Yeah, um, by somebody, by a friend of ours, um, Evan Shamoon, to get in to see it, and it still took like I don't know, a half hour, forty five yeah, minutes, 30, yeah, 45 yeah. minutes to get in, and it was just not tenable. Like, yeah, you know, you didn't know what you were waiting for, and it was just all set up weird. So, yeah, so it's a, it's definitely a challenge, and it's something that Wada's talked about just to get people to see the thing, right. Kiosks and demo units are going to be going out all over, but I thought that was a one good way of helping people. Like, okay, I don't want to wait 35, 45 right. minutes for a game. I just want to see the effect. Okay, here's a wall full of right. Because right. on the wall, I mean, there were so many units on the wall. In fact, when you walk into the event, they gave you this map basically, and the map had like a full layout of the mm. entire wall with like I don't know, but it was probably like 50 at least, different, maybe more um, screens. And so there, there was, there was know, two for each game. There was no, um, you know, no one line was like too long because of that. Cause there was so well, many to look Mario at. Mario Kart was too a couple long. of them. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, even so you wait maybe five minutes. I mean, it's not like you had to wait like 30 minutes or something like some it, of the games. That's something I thought it was really interesting, uh, where the lines were too, because, um, so like John said, there were a bunch of, um, kiosks, usually the same amount per row. Some games had more rows. Kid Icarus had like a row of, Demo units were oh the, the front playable and back. games you the mean playable yeah, games. yeah yeah they, they had uh, I think Sakurai said on his Twitter there was like forty eight demo machines okay that. yeah so some games definitely had more than others but I thought it was really interesting to see both in the non playable glory holes and the playable units where the lines were mm-hmm. right the lines were definitely Mario Kart and the line for the non playable and for Zelda Zelda both. had the biggest line of the whole event yeah, yeah. yeah. playable and non playable right and but could, you, if you wanted to just see it it was totally available at the peep show in the front of the building you right. could just walk up and look at Zelda if you wanted to and, and then I would say next most popular would be Kid Icarus even if the lines weren't as long there were probably the most units I would say of right, that yeah. right. over the others and there were still pretty decent healthy lines yeah yeah for it. So um, anyway, um, so continuing sort of our, our intro thing, um, yeah, it was uh, last weekend. It was January 8th, 9th, and 10th out in Makahari, like John said. It's a three-day weekend here in Japan. It's yeah. a holiday weekend. Monday was a holiday. Um, what holiday was that? Coming of age day. Coming of age day. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, at Makahari Messe, they had the uh, bunch of TS set up. They had a stage set up also. Yes, yes. Um, Alex, you actually watched a lot of what was going on on the stage throughout the the three days. You probably saw more of that than any of us. 
Yeah, I saw the stage shows for the first two days, and they were kind of geared toward the public. Right. They weren't, they weren't like well, press conferences, so. like what we're, what we're used to. <laughs> right. So there was only some new information revealed, but basically someone related to the game would come up on stage and kind of demonstrate the coolest features of, um, like, you know, the 3D effects, for example, of the AR games. Right. Uh, they had, like, comedians come up, you know, oh, so they yes. were kind of... I forgot the name of these comedians, but they were kind of going after the public... Right, by having comedians. The than... first group I don't remember. The second group was Robert, and then the third group is Slim Club. They're like the hottest shit right now. So. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and uh, also, also up there, Iwata was up there. Right. At one he, point, it, the very last uh, little thing, the Nintendogs presentation, he showed up and did a Iwata asks live. Oh, actually, and some interesting info came out of that. We'll yeah. talk about that a little later. Um, Alex, you saw the Resident Evil presentation and the <laughs> Konami. The Street Fighter, the Metal Gear one. Yeah. Uh, there was one on Kid Icarus. Okay. I well, saw the Kid Icarus one, too. Cool, yeah. yeah, and Sakurai himself was there for that. Right. So yeah. why don't we, when we get into the individual games, so you can just, any info that we leave out, you can throw in there. So, so yeah, it was um, it was a big hall open. I would say it was not as crowded. We went on Saturday. Yeah, um, first day. First yeah. day. Alex, you went on Sunday. It wasn't, I mean, it was crowded, but it wasn't packed. I expected, like, no. TGS kind of... E3 kind of packed crowds. It was comfortable. I mean, the lines were probably anywhere from... I mean, I didn't wait once the stage show started with Sakurai. Everybody rushed to the stage, so I didn't have to wait at all for Resident Evil. But I was waiting like 40 minutes for Pilot Wings, maybe about that for Kid Icarus. How long you you waited for Zelda, John? How Zelda was, was the longest. It was a hundred and like ten minutes, I guess, almost. Well, I think it was a little less than that. It was probably about a hundred minutes, and like my back hurt by the end of that one, like because I was just it was like, really right. I'm too old long, for this shit, basically. <laughs> well, it was nice though because what Nintendo was doing was they had all these TVs set up in front right. of the uh, kiosk, so like if a stage show was going. You could be in line and still watch the stage show. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't totally boring waiting in line. I had Monster right. Hunter with me, too, so right. that's like 30 minutes of quest right there. But, uh, uh, but apparently <laughs> the, the numbers on Sunday were quite a bit larger. Really? The lines a were... A bit, but yeah. it wasn't overwhelming really? or anything. You can still play the games you wanted if you waited. Right. Okay, well, before we get into the games that were there at the show, let's real quick uh, get the basic stats out of the way. So... DS is launching here in Japan uh, February 26th. U.S. date is not set yet, but uh, it's expected to be announced at a Nintendo event on the 19th. Yep, yeah. Should be right after you hear this or this podcast goes out anyway, um, and everybody downloads it on the first day. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, price here in Japan is 25,000 yen, which is quite roughly, a lot of money. Two, I, lot. I, I, it's probably 279 in America. It's That's about, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could round it up to about that. But I don't think they're going to charge that much for it in america but that's what it that's what it equates Probably. to yeah yeah so and um let's see the battery life for 3ds games about three to five hours mm. ds games about five to eight mm. a lot of chatter about that what do you guys you know i'm not so bummed about the the time at last but the charge time is really mm. long three so, and a half three yeah. and a half hours three and a half wow. hours for a full charge yeah so I don't know that that's a pretty low battery life, but it's like it's not the end of the world. I mean, it's not no. that often. It's somebody mentioned this on Twitter is a good point. It, it's going to suck for like long plane rides because exactly. you won't be able to use it the whole time. Right. That's the only um, thing that I care about that because I, and it's I mean that's not that often, but that is the time when I right. definitely take my DS with me. Right. Mm. Although you know to be honest, like recently, like there's so I mean we have so many gadgets we can use. I mean I usually have my iPhone, my iPad, my DS, my PSP. There's enough stuff to get you through a flight without you ever running out of things to do. <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. So, 
so. Yeah. But, but I did mm. notice though too with my DSI, like I don't, I can't find my AC adapter. Alex brought his in. I charged it. I've been able to play it. I've been playing Nino Kuni on and off. I've been able to not worry about charging it. It's still not. It's still green. Like it's not. It doesn't even. And the funny thing is, the D- people complained about the battery life at the DSI when it was first announced. Right. Uh, I think. I, this three to five hour thing, I think it's probably based on brightness settings. And when they uh, first announced the DSi's uh, battery life, it yeah. was like max setting, you know, you get uh, three hours or whatever. And the max setting was way too, uh, for one, it was way yeah, well, too bright. Yeah, well, those three to five hours are full 3D all the time, right? Yeah. Right. Many people are going to have that, you know, well, going all the time anyway. I, I, I would like will. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will say brightness, that's a really good point. Because right. on your iPhone, right, that you can make your iPhone last forever ever if you turn that brightness way that's what right. i did at that event so since we were yeah. going to be there all day i turned yeah. my brightness down and uh turned off wi-fi and my iphone went all day no problem so um let's see bundled software uh 3ds camera which has the sort of conan o'brien if they made it is it make made it or made it mated okay uh function where you take two a picture of two people and it kind of morphs them right, together to an androgynous mm. monster <laughs> <laughs> usually yes um 3ds sound which um uh, jj why don't you explain that it's i mean like it's probably just like the dsi one where you can play i think it's aiff files or something what do you mean probably you don't know uh i don't know for sure but what they their big new feature that they're touting is that uh it uses street pass so like as you pass through by people on the street it like collects data what they're listening to and then it creates like a ranking like you know for this day you uh you know the number one most listened to song was who the, the copacabana listens to music on their ds I nobody don't, because I don't it, know doesn't, anybody. it doesn't support mp3 so there's no point right so okay. I, there's no there's no info on whether or not it supports MP3s, but I doubt it. Okay. So, so uh, Me Studio, which is uh, you can take a picture of someone and create a me. I don't know if they just have found people that look a lot like me's <laughs> or something, right. but the, w- whenever they demo it officially, it does a pretty good job. Yeah. I've had the kind of mixed results. I mean, it gets you close. It's nice to have no matter what. Right. It, it, there's videos on the internet if you haven't seen what we're talking about, but you take a picture of someone's face and it basically creates a me automatically based on it. It gets you close where you can go and tweak stuff like getting the eyes and the mouth right or whatever. Which is way better than nothing. I mean, sometimes it just nails it, apparently. Yeah. Some of the comedians they did it to were just, like, completely perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, Street Pass, Me Lobby, Parade, Me Games, View Player Cards. Yeah, they uh, talked about, I think it was during the Iwata Asks live thing, he mentioned that, like, there will be different types of Me Games that will use Street Pass. There was one uh, he mentioned called, uh, what is it, Me Legends or something like that? <laughs> It what was like kind of like an RPG with Mies. So that I don't, he, they, they they didn't say anything else about it, but it was just like you know this huh. is one of the games that will be packed in. So explain what Street Pass is real quick. Street people. Pass is what it used to be called Catch Mode, I think. For no, it's Tag Nintendo. Mode basically, tag more mode. or less. Yeah, yeah. As you pass by people who are also carrying 3DSs, it'll collect various data and uh, right. store them on your. Yes. Okay. Uh, still in bundled software, we have AR games, which will talk augmented reality. Right. Uh, basically, uses the camera to take a picture, of, like video of your surroundings, and superimpose things on it. We'll talk mm. about about a uh, couple games that they showed at the. Yeah. Uh, did you guys mess with that? I did. That? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Cool. These guys did. Um, I honestly don't give a shit but <laughs> i mean i think it's cool technology but i haven't seen an application for it yet um right right uh, outside of ipad that i think is interesting and yeah. ipad is for babies so 
as JJ would, as JJ says. I didn't say that. JJ JJ's what? favorite sandwich. I did not. JJ said that. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see, Amoide uh, Kirokucho. I didn't know what to call that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a notepad that stores all your like you know your game times, uh, collected data yeah. from Street Pass of other players' game times and stuff like it's that. It's got a pedometer so, built in. Yeah, and it's got this thing. Uh, called game coins i didn't get any information about that but it, this seems like one of the most interesting things apparently as you walk uh you know it has a pedometer built in so as you walk you get these game coins as you you know you carry your 3ds around right and you can use these game coins supposedly in games to buy things like items and hmm. so oh, that's interesting that's like the gamification of everything that people are talking about like that guy gave that speech at dice where right it's like, right just doing whatever you're doing in your normal life is earning you kind of virtual right. points. Right, and it's like it's like the Trojan horse because it means that you're carrying your 3DS with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, right. like, you know, of course everybody's going to have their iPhone because it's their phone, but now, you know... Right. It works, too. To, I mean, uh, if there's... Because, like, Dragon Quest Nine was probably the only, whatever, three months of my life that I had my DS with me, like, everywhere I went. And it was because of right. tag mode. And then um, face shooting... All over your face. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it, you take a picture of your face, and then it kind of uh, maps a mouth and eyes onto it. Uh, kind of like the Star Fox boss, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Dan- I believe it was Daniel boss. Fight who uh, played it, and it like mapped his mouth onto his chin. So, it, you know, it, it depends on who you are, I guess. But, yeah, little faces fly out of the walls and shit. Daniel hasn't looked the same since that I know. bus accident. I know. To be fair. Poor guy. <laughs> um, no, actually, I, I wanted to mention that at the top of the show, um, for some pretty awesome write-ups uh, of this event and a few specific games uh, and pictures and some other stuff, check out the stuff that Daniel Fike did on oneup.com. Uh, yeah. We were there with him. He had, what did he have at Tony Roma's to eat? He had like a salad, I think. <laughs> yeah, he had a, a Caesar salad that looked really delicious. Yeah, in case you're keeping score at home. And that was much less than $22. Yeah, that was... <laughs> um, so, rounding out, that's it for bundled software. Then the pack-in stuff, you get the system, you get the charging dock, you get the AC adapter, you get the touchpad, you get the 2 gigabyte SD memory card, but wait, you also get six AR cards, which I, you know, do stuff like you put them on, you put this playing card looking thing on a table right point the ds at it hit a button and like dragons oh you don't even have to hit a button it'll just it'll automatically detect it all right it's like magic magic very magic very magical um easy start guide great instruction manual and warranty info and then miscellaneous info that jj rounded up for us is um wi-fi security is wpa wpa2 right it's backwards compatible with ds and dsi software yep and finally the virtual console is game boy and game boy color only yeah no gba like people were reporting for now it's for absolutely coming i mean there's no way they're not gonna do that right i'm still you know it's just like the same reason why the two launch well at least one of the two launch colors is ugly as sin is because they're gonna trickle out the crap first and then and, you know, get everybody to buy that. And then when they need to start pulling in more people, they start, you know, pulling out the big We should guns. talk about that at the end of the show, like what we think the revision is going to be. Right. Yeah. And I think we're all thinking it already. Yeah. Um, so, uh, great. Well, let's get into the games then. Um, without Whoa. further further ado, JJ just dropped uh, <laughs> dropped something. Oh, by the way, the, the pre-orders in Japan start on the 20th of this month. Yes, actually, that's another um, fact that I have. So, yeah, starting the day after the announcement in America, um, that's right. You can go to Yodabashi, Big Camera, or Soft Map. Soft Map. Yes. Yeah. And pre-order your 3DS. 
And there's supposed to be 1.5 million available in the first month. I'm wondering if that means... Really, Pickens. Yeah, but I, that doesn't say first day. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's going to be the uh, kind of crazy demand, if prices are going to go high on eBay, if there's going to be crazy lines or what between the high price and that many units. What do you guys... What do you guys think? Maybe it's a question more for the uh, for the end of the podcast. But I mean, well, are nice. you guys planning the waiting line? Oh hells yeah! yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I look forward yeah. to that so much. It's been a while since there's been a launch. What was the right. last launch that we did that for? Um, we the last the was last the one you waited out for was the three D. Uh, I waited for a lot 3, of right? stuff. I was out all night for the three sixty. I was out all night for the Wii. I was out all night for the PS three. I was out all night for the DS, the PSP. Tournay, you were not Tournay. <laughs> move controller. I was on TV. That guy with the move controller. That one guy. But this one, I'm gonna pre-order it. I'm gonna be there yes. to get. I'm definitely I, getting one of these pre-orders. We should go together and make it a mandate. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I will also be out all night because it's fun. It's a lot of fun to be out the night, you know, because there's a lot of people in line. Right. A bunch right. of other, you know, game fans. Usually, like people from the media come out, and there's like, you know. Sometimes you get on TV or get interviewed or whatever, but, but it's, it's fun. It's super cold. It's all good. I'm ready. <laughs> Were you in America for the 360 launch? I actually was. I was. I had this really. Um, I'm probably one of like five people in the world who was at like the PS3 and Wii launches in Japan and the US. Like I went oh. home in just the right timing that I was at like all four of no, them. No, you timed it. I know. I was wow. gonna say like as if that was on. Accident. You word it however you like. <laughs> okay. It's Thanksgiving. Well, actually, well, why don't we take a, a quick break then before we get into the games? Sounds good. And yeah. And when we come back, we're gonna get into the games that we played at the show. Um, the games that were just there on video. Then the launch lineup and a whole bunch of uh, viewer questions and other miscellaneous stuff about the 3DS. So uh, stick around and we'll be right back. into the games uh, from the, what was it called? Nintendo World. Nintendo World 2011. Nintendo World 2011. And what better way to start off with that official title than Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D The Naked Sample. A Hideo Kojima (laughs) game. Yes, a.k.a. Metal Gear Solid 3 on the 3 It was quote-unquote playable. A.k.a. sadly the same exact demo we've seen twice before. So, yeah, there's nothing new. um, I will still stick with, for people who don't listen to our previous uh, podcast, I think it's some of the best examples of uh, 3D on the system. They obviously do stuff on purpose. They have, like... Uh, people reaching into the camera guard like drops his cigarettes and he's like reaching for it they have a snake come at it they have they show parts of gameplay they show um, snake on that long rope bridge climbing along and there's like a helicopter going along underneath him and he falls off he's on a cliff they're doing a lot of cool things to show off how that game is going to look on the 3DS use the 3D it looks good that reminds me I should probably get this out early right just for those of you who don't know I thought you were going to call me 2D as my nickname, actually, at the beginning, but you didn't. Right. But, um, I should have. I, I can't really see the 3D, like, well. Like, I'm, oh, I'm one of those yeah. guys. So, like, the 3D doesn't really work on me. Would um, you be able to see it if you wore your glasses? Uh, no. I, I, need, I don't know. I don't think so. I need to do a bunch of experimenting, which, yeah. actually, I'm, I'm going to be spending eight hours with the 3DS tomorrow for reasons I can't talk about. But right. um, I will definitely see what I can see 
or can't for that yeah. matter. But and, um, and for the record, John is the only guy I know who did not and can. Well, how many see people do you know have played 3ds? Like ten. Well, I mean, no, but here's the, the thing: how many people do you know who couldn't see 3D from Avatar? I know a few actually. Really? Who didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, like but, but Jeremy the, Parrish was one, but he could see 3D. Right. On the 3D yeah. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I so this whole thing, I won't bore you with like too long of a story, but like, I didn't even know any of this until Avatar came out because I never. I never really honestly had interest in like 3D movies. Like it's always kind of a gimmick. You so. never went to see Captain Neo? No, I didn't. Wait, actually. Blah, 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 blah. Virtual Boy. Yeah. Uh I at my Virtual Boy at the time I just you know that's a really good point. Like I mean I owned one and I played it, but I I probably didn't know what I was missing at the time or something, what? you know what I mean? What, I don't, what, I, don't what? I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why I didn't like it so much. <laughs> Were you just like, "Oh, I have to put my face into these goggles and it's just a three shitty 3D red and black. I wonder why." Like, yeah, <laughs> I probably. I mean, maybe that's why I didn't like it so much. That's actually a really what? good question cuz I never thought of it back then. I never really noticed. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't really play Virtual Boy that much. It kind of sucked. Um, What's wrong with you? Probably Biggest sucked fan. worse for me than all of you, though, now. Okay, Virtual Boy <laughs> didn't suck. You just didn't understand it. We'll get into right. that later. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you just didn't understand I it. I still have a brand new Virtual Boy, like, unopened. Um, okay, so yeah, so a little so, asterisk next to everything John says doesn't actually see 3D. Well, as a result, the 2D <laughs> looks twice as good, and the sound is, like, perfect. You so. get to play Dead or Alive at no, 60 frames per, sec- per second. Why is that? <laughs> because apparently in 3D, it's 30 frames per second. Really? really? Yes. That's interesting. Yep. Um, Dead or Alive, an 8-4 joint. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, we can get through that. I, I, there's lots of impressions of the um, E3 demo of uh, d- detailing exactly what is in Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid, Snake Eater, 3D, the Naked Sample. Right. Um, <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, too. Like I did want to say, because you mentioned that one game, is that um, although wait, I don't... Wait, one game? Naked Sample, Metal Gear, Kojima, wait, whatever. that's not the title. Whatever it's called. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> Memorize the title, John. H-K-M-G-S-S-E-3-T-N-S? That one. Yeah. yeah. What he said. Right. Um, although I don't see the 3D perfectly, I, I, you know, I still can tell when 3D is being used and stuff. It's just not the effect isn't hitting me that much. And so, like, I can tell when, you know, certain games are using it. And I... I even noticed in that game that the you know what they were doing to try to manipulate 3D was a lot better and a lot more advanced than a lot of the other games that I played. Mm. Like some stuff, you you guys can, will back me up, I'm sure, because you actually right. see it. But it's just like they're just trying to make stuff pop out or whatever. But like right. they're not being really creative with it. But with Metal Gear, they were doing all this stuff with the screen, even as far as like how they put the text in the background, yeah, like of the environment and everything, or like they had right. the leaves blowing around you. Like they were manipulating the graphics intentionally to make the 3D pop out. Well, in, that, in an and, interesting and that's way, kind of what we're going to cool. see a lot of uh, coming with the 3ds is that you know you can't design environments the way we used to you've got to design it with like you know 3d in mind you, well let's right. wait to get into the more theoretical talk let's get through the practical titles i see where sure. you're going with this right but, uh, well there's more to say in the resident evil part and i have i have some things of my own to say but yeah so let, let's get through um actually why don't we just cross off these games that no one gives a shit about winning 11 <laughs> 3d soccer sorry i played it yeah Negative whatever england so- yeah. Blurry. Well, the thing is, if come on, if you're a soccer fan, whatever, you're probably going to be excited. But I'm it's sorry, nothing. I think you mean football. Yeah, yeah whatever. I mean, well, they, they call it winning 11 3D soccer. They don't call yeah. it 11 3D football. In, in Japan, they call it soccer for what it's worth. I'm, I'm only dismissing it because I personally don't no one here is a soccer fan so I wouldn't want to talk about it anyways okay JJ you might have a problem with me crossing this one off but uh, Sengoku Muso Chronicle no that is that's uh, Samurai Warriors right? not even worth talking about or is it Dynasty Warriors it's uh samurai what is it Sangoku or Sengoku? Sengoku Sengoku is Samurai Warriors okay yeah so yeah g- w- quick thing on what that is and uh, it's like the PSP game I guess 
Okay. Enough said. Yeah, enough said. Did anybody play it? No, no, no. It's what? I saw a video of it, and it's you know, there's, it's just like the very early PS2 version where there's you know. That's flat ground. Yeah, okay. Speaking of next. early PS2 version, uh, Ridge Racer 3D. Okay, I got I gotta say, I played Ridge Racer 3D because yeah. I am a long time, big time Ridge Racer fan, and I, I, I really was ready to go in and say it's garbage because it does look kind of like a like the 3D. I mean, the original DS from Ridge screenshots. Racer, from screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. But playing it, uh, it definitely looks better, and it actually feels really good. It's it's uh, basically based off of like the pre the recent ones with the nitrous and everything, and mm-hmm. drifting felt really good with the uh, what's the stick called? The slide circle pad. Mat. Slide mat. You guys circle, also three different things. Circle pad. The circle pad. Okay. Listen to me. The Nintendo. The <laughs> Nintendo Mac. That's, That's right. He's been working on 3DS games, so he knows. <laughs> Don't listen to anyone but the me. The circle pad. <laughs> uh, whatever it's called. Yes, that thing. Um, it feels really good with that, and it actually, you know, you don't notice the crappy graphics as much when you're moving really fast through the through the mm. courses. Um, so I will, for now, give it the benefit of the doubt and give it another shot. I was ready to write it off completely. So I would say expectations have a lot to do with it i mean i i think I, I i i don't think it's anything wrong with it i think like the last probably three or four ridge racer games i i don't find anything wrong with it but it's just what what is it that you know stands out like i i like the ps the first psp ridge racer game but it's like yeah. it, it, it's just like by the numbers i mean it's like ridge racer four i think easy super easy drifting you know um well, the two Over recent again. console ones were a little better. I mean, they added some new elements, and especially the online part. I mean, if you played online, they were fun. But they, yeah, they were, I wouldn't call them inspired. And yeah. same here. I'm still kind of holding out hope that if they're going to make another real Ridge Racer, it'll be a PSP2, you know, launch. It, mm. PSP2 kind of needs a Ridge Racer at launch, right? I mean, it's sort of... Sunny. I'm sure they'll have one. So, we'll right. see. Okay. Well, then, uh, and I will say, like, uh, speaking of the circle pad, this is kind of something through all the games, but I thought it felt great yeah i love that thing it does feel really good and and, and the texture of it like it's kind of mushy it's i don't know what they yeah exactly like what it is about it exactly it has a little bit more give it like you know you just have to i guess it's another thing you just kind of have to try but i will say that did a lot for a lot of the different games was just the control right Yeah. yeah yeah um so Actually, a game that I hear a lot of people talking about, especially as a uh, launch game, is uh, Super Street Fighter 4. Did anybody play Street yeah. Fighter 4? Alex, you played it. Yeah, I played it, but I didn't actually play the console versions that came out, so I can't uh-huh. really compare. But it was impressive. You know, I felt definitely like... How did it, How did it... Did you play it in the... Because there's two different views. There's the 2D view, which is like the arcade style, like, right. you know, flat screen. And then there's the 3D view, which is like kind of isometric. Did you play that one? You can shuffle between those two. And right. Since I was trying to demo, I tried to get both of them at the same time. And, I mean, I stuck mostly to 2D because that's what I'm used to. But I you, see. It, you can kind of transition, so it... it Looks so like you the, can switch it while you're fighting? Yeah, I believe so from the demo. Oh, so it, it it's it becomes like an angled view. Right. Okay. So right. from when I saw that in videos, it looked a little confusing. I I, I really wanted to play that. That's going to be one of my launch titles. Mm. But really, you're going to buy it? Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah 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 yeah. Me too. Dude, Street Fighter Four on the go? Are you fucking kidding? I I guess. Or with, uh, with those uh, controls and everything. Yeah, yeah, dude, okay? that the slide pad is the fine. shit. Really? Yeah. Fine. How yeah. the, how are the graphics? How's everything look? Oh, it looks great. Like it. I don't know if it looks exactly the same as the or the console It, it version, doesn't, but but, but it's, it's good enough. It has yeah, the same it looks, look. It overall. does look very good. Very good, I mean, right? I Screenshots. Know. Do I need another portable street? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But you like, only have one portable Street Fighter, and it's this one. 
Uh, all right, salesman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, staying in uh, Capcom country, Biohazard Revelations. I have a Biohazard. lot to say. Yes, Revelations. <laughs> That's a game I'm excited still about. Still has that. Yeah, so so tell me about it. I have a lot to say about this, I but I'll let, I'll let you guys go first. Well, I didn't play that one because oh. I knew everyone else here was going to play it. And, you okay. know, the, I didn't have time with all the lines and everything. So tell right. me, how was it? CVX Freak, why don't you kick it off? I have nothing to say. Why not? I'm kidding. But, yeah. um... <laughs> Well, it was a very short demo. They called it the pilot version. So it. This is Resident Evil on a boat, right? Yeah, actually. So I'm on a boat. again, I'm on a boat. again for the third time. Exactly. Wait, the, third, Good the third time. Oh wow! Right. You know your Resident Evils, my friend. Uh, uh-huh. Dead aim, Gaiden. Oh, dead aim. Yeah, whatever. Hey, dead aim counts. <laughs> you want to count Resident Evil Five's uh, ending part? That was, was it, also on a boat. It was dead aim, and I like. Wait, Five's ending was on a boat. When was Five on a boat, dude? Yeah. Really? It was I, I don't question me. <laughs> How memorable Spoiler. was that? I saw the whole game. I believe you. I just, yeah. Spoiler. All I remember about the end of five was a volcano and, like, whatever. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it takes punching place on a boulder. Lo- when it, like a luxury when it, liner. When it something. turns into Gears of War, five is on a boat. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so back to Revelations. So, so it controls and plays a lot like Resident Evil 4 and yes, 5. Yes. Yeah. But what Capcom is going for, and they said this at their stage show, is that they're trying to bring back the horror elements from the earlier games. Right. So kind of like... Which is music to my ears. Yeah, no, right. that is. I, Definitely. I've been waiting for something like that. Back to more the RE1 style. Yeah. Like. Uh, I don't know about RE1, maybe. Well, there was a moment where. What are you talking about? A bunch of birds came through a window and right. scared the shit out of me. RE1, That's there true. was no other Resident Evil after RE1 that really went after the horror, besides maybe some little aspects well, of Code Veronica. That's what I thought was a better comparison. And actually. four, four a little four. bit as well. You didn't think two and three did that? I mean, no. two, not as much as one for sure. I'm totally with three, you on two, that. Definitely but like, not. Two was Aliens, two ones Alien. Two was like mm, that's a really good uh, big like comparison. Action, like yeah, mm. uh, right. And so the thing that kind of upset me or like kind of let me down was that. The enemies are like these pink, like, globs of skin. The enemies are from Silent Hill. Let's just put it out there. And it's not scary. Like, and, you know, they just look like weird. Like, they look like the main bad guy, Robocop, after they dip him in acid. (laughs) But but the thing is, they don't don't act any different from zombies. Are they not allowed to use zombies now because Dead, dead, uh, what is it, Dead Rising Rising. is all zombie game? I know, but I wish they were, I wish they were like really, like, gruesome zombies that, like, creeped at you and just, like, wanted to bite the shit out of you play okay. remake <laughs> okay so just but. to just to back up a little bit so in the demo you're you are on a boat like a, like a jill valentine you are jill valentine you're on a boat it's probably i probably played for like five minutes seven mm. minutes mm-hmm. maybe um the graphics i thought were amazing right yeah. the graphics yeah. were great yep the graphics were like so excited between re4 and re5 i exactly. would say and um so over the shoulder viewpoint, right? Shoulder button aims your gun. Another one shoots it. It goes into first person, which is a bit different from I don't like that. four and five. But the thing is, I don't personally believe, and I say this having played both games for like hundreds of hours, that it actually feels any different. Right. I think they went with the first person mode because the screen is a lot smaller. Right. And they want people to be able to see more. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Could it have anything to do with the 3D as well? Like, perhaps? Or? That's, that's, that's actually a it's good point. It's possible. I mean, if the, if the if Jill were still on the screen, I think they can kind of play with some kind of depth of field effect, but they're not that's doing true. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that if Jill is on the screen, it'll get a little too crowded. You have a small, mm-hmm. yeah, you only have so much screen real right. estate. Interesting. The big change was the walking while shooting. Finally. Right. Oh, you, you can move and whiny, shoot. You can do that? Whiny little babies. 
do not know how to play this series right. I hate angry. you all. I really hate you all. I'm kidding, of course. But uh, yeah, you can kind of. You know what's strut, is it? funny though? Like strafe. I, strafe, I yeah. didn't find myself doing that. Maybe I've just been so yeah. trained. By I didn't even know that that was in the game. I was Resident like, Evil yeah. games, yeah, because you're in for you just kind of stop and you're like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna aim now and I, shoot. Wait, what are you aiming with if you're moving? Your your handgun. No, no, I, I know that, but I mean like. Trick <laughs> 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 <Your> question. <laughs> I mean like so you're using the left the the circle yeah. pad whatever it's called to move. Then what are you aiming your gun with when you're pulling the right trigger? Right, uh, slide mat. Oh, you're using the touchscreen to aim. The slide mat. The the, control the circle pad. pad. It's the a circle, circle pad. pad. Jesus, you're confusing me. Okay. Circle pad. Wait, then what are you moving with? Uh, L and R buttons, uh, maybe. How do you move and oh, shoot at oh, the same you time? Oh, you hold. You hold. Oh, I'm sorry. You hold L. Mm-hmm. And then that's what'll enable you to start moving at the same time. So um, you do move. Use the stick to move, and then you use the touchscreen. I see. Kind of so it, lo- it locks. Camera. It locks your ooh, ooh, your ooh. viewpoint, and then you can move. It does. I thought holding L was what drew your weapon, and while you were holding L, Arc. you went into first person mode. No, you 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 you. When you aim, it's always first person. There's no uh, right quasi third person. So you hold R. Yeah. Then you press L, and then you can move, use a slide mat to move. And uh-huh. then the, if you want, you can use a touchscreen to manipulate the camera. <laughs> okay. I see. So or shoot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you that sort of makes sense. You can actually use the uh, the touchscreen at any time to manipulate the camera as long as right. It's okay. Yeah. They so, have like a virtual thumbstick on there too. Mm. So um, I, what I liked about it was this. I did feel like it was more a uh, return to horror. Mm. Here's the here's the problem. One. You're on a handheld, and a horror game on a handheld is already hard. Right. Two, I'm at like a trade event, and like right. getting any kind of thrill or scares at a trade event is going to be really hard. Yeah. That said, playing this game, so two cool like details that I really noticed. One, you're on this boat, and like the lights that are hanging, you're in like a stairwell, are swinging back and forth. Like rocking back and forth, I thought that was yeah. really. I was like, "Wait, what is that actually? That's really cool, really mm. creepy, scary." Is the There's, lighting like real time? Then it's like yeah. moving. Oh, nice. Yep. And and there wasn't stuff. It wasn't constant zombies or things jumping out at you. At least the demo, it was a lot of like, "This is a hallway. Is something gonna pop out? Maybe it is. Right. Maybe yeah. it's not." I mean, I was just waiting for the monster closet to happen, but right, well, yeah. lots of locked doors. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and then the other thing was the there was like a storm going on outside, mm-hmm. and you like there would be like lightning and thunder flashes every once in a while coming through the windows and I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. the big minus was to me were the enemies and yeah. the enemies to me looked like they came out of Silent Hill it looked right. directly out of Silent Hill and I really realized how much of a difference that makes it sounds like well what does it matter I mean, they, they resemble the regenerators in Resident Evil 4 um, kind of like kinda. the way they look the way they act are just like glorified zombies well basically. and so hopefully it was an early demo but they, I yeah. feel like they didn't really react to bullet shots like yeah, zombies I, do I could barely tell that I was killing them at you all. You could barely yeah. tell that you were hurting them. I mean, granted, this is an early demo, so yeah, of course. That's, right. that's something I'm going to chalk up to. That's never been a problem in other right. Resident Evil games. But I will say, like, I kind of realized how much of Resident Evil is the enemies and being the zombies. And I like the regenerators in 4 and whatever. And maybe that's because you get those later on in the game when you've already been through most of the normal zombies. But... Yeah, that that I'm like a little bit like, oh, I hope they make these guys interesting somehow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh, it's a cool demo. A little minor spoiler here. Skip 
about uh, 30 seconds ahead if you don't want to hear this, but I think there's a really cool demo cutscene where you see them kind of holding up a scientist or something in a lab, right. which somebody joked like, gee, right. that's real new for a Resident Evil yeah. game. And, but there's a window between the two, between you and them and it happening, and suddenly you just see the guy whoosh, like smash against mm-hmm. the window and blood splatters on it. Right. It's a good 3D have, moment. It's a good 3D moment, and yeah. you have to go into the lab. I thought the 3D was really good, your handgun in the foreground. Right. right. My, my only issue with the 3D was that it was just like this big disconnect between Jill and then the background. Mm. So like, you yes. know, there was no middle she, 3D effect. So it was kind of like you saw Jill and then you saw like 30 feet It felt in front like it was Jill. superimposed. Yeah. I felt that about a few of the games there yeah. actually. Kind of stuck out. Which yeah. is why, why I was saying like you really need to think about the middle, the four. Well, that's probably the, the sort of thing that, as you know, 3ds is still new, right? And as developers get used to it, and right. kind of we're in the we're in the very first generation, so yeah. as it evolves, I'm sure we're going to find tricks and ways to you know get around that. So mm-hmm. I would say I would say though, like I'm actually really still really excited about that game. No, when that game comes out, I will buy it. When yeah. is it coming out? Or no date yet? Uh, there's no date. Yeah. No date. Okay. So um, moving on, uh, Dead or Alive Dimensions. Dimensions. Um, JJ, I know you played that. I did play that. Um, It is Dead or Alive. I didn't think like it, the 3D was necessary. Like I could barely tell it was in 3D the whole time. I thought Alex was saying like that had one of the best examples of 3D. See, I, I don't. I think you're crazy. Way, and this kind of brings up something I wanted to say that everyone seems to have some kind of different opinion about whether this game did 3D well or this game did it poorly. Right. Yeah. Noticing well, that, that makes sense. The nature of 3D is is right. that right? It's different for everybody. That's why they have right. the slider. So. Right. But I thought the 3D was great. Like the camera. I mean, I, I've, I've read a lot of complaints, mm. but and I'd have to play it again to be sure. But the it's called. The dimensions because literally like there's a dimension like it's a double that's one reason the other reason is because and just to get this out and i already cleared it's cool to say this but we 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 actually translated that game so we're kind of more familiar with that than some other ones we actually had two games at the show yeah i don't know if we could talk about the other one the the super (laughs) duper exciting other one sorry amazing other one that's why mark knows so much about the circle pad (laughs) but uh yeah the other reason is because the story of this game it's basically all the stories of the previous dead or live whatever four games all story is amazing yeah (laughs) what i hear i mean impartial in the demo, they, they actually make you sit through the story first and then play a game. The story parts, like the 3D was okay, but once you got in the actual fighting game, it was kind of like, I, mean, I, I don't really need the th- I, mean, I would take the 60 frames per second over the 3D in that case. I mean, you, you, I also, you have to start, in my opinion, at 2D completely, yeah. and then you kind of ease your way through. I, I don't think it's safe to start at the highest setting of 3D mm. because it can be very jarring. Really? But I, if you kind of... Ease your way in, you know, move it every few minutes until you're finally comfortable with right. what you see. Then yeah. you can you end up enjoying it. And that's what I did with Dead or Alive. So it, did you play much Dead or Alive 4? Uh, 3, 4, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Uh, so Dead or Alive was the first game I ever imported for the Sega Saturn. Well, there you go. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm like a huge fan of the series or anything, but I've played pretty much all of them. Right. And it, you know it's very uh, dead or alive. I, as as yeah. I've learned from you know from us actually you know working on it, it's actually a lot deeper than I gave it credit for because like I used to kind of look at it as sort of like probably the way a lot of people look at Tekken, which is just like a button masher. But there really is a lot of depth to the gameplay, and there's a but, lot. But you just have to dig deep to get it. It's not easily mm. accessible. It's, like, it's kind of a broken game. Well, we we don't need to go into the details, but the, it, I mean, if you play Dead or Alive Four, it pretty much plays like that. Yeah, I it mean, like, it, it, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, there's uh, some touch screen stuff where you can like touch combos and throw and all that stuff. Worthless. But otherwise, yeah. yeah, I mean, 
the, the it controls fine with the controls that you're given. So yeah, it's kind really of the same to... as Street Fighter for me though. Like I'm not really I don't know a fighting game on a handheld doesn't really sound that appealing to me. Which is understandable. You crazy man. You know they're kind of it's for the, the true fans I think. To I guess so. But the cool thing about Street Fighter though is you can be on a, in the train playing the game. Right. Someone can come up and challenge you right there. You don't have friend codes. You don't got nothing. Just come up and be like, <laughs> I'm gonna kick oh, your ass. Shit. I'm in another car, but I'm gonna kick your ass. That is cool. You but I'm, I feel me. I, I you know to me it, to be limited by that control setup though is bothersome to me. Like, I don't know. You liked I mean, it I on played the a lot. Nintendo, right? I did, I did. But I mean, you know, I still prefer it with a real six-button setup. And it's not even like being a snob because I'm not arcade snob. It's right. just it's easier to play when you have it set up like an arcade. You right. know what uh, Dead or Alive has too? What? Boobs. Boobs. It does have boobs. boobs. I, uh, going back to the Sega Saturn Dead or Alive, you could like turn their age up to 99. Or you turn some age up to you 99. turn your age up and the higher your age, the more they <laughs> And bounce. like their, yeah. their boobs would hit them in the face <laughs> and stuff. It was pretty awesome. That's, that's how you learn Japanese, right? Uh, pretty much. Finding that boob menu. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> and it's in th- that's like the Rosetta Stone to your uh, <laughs> Exactly. And uh, the boobs are in 3D now. Uh, yeah, the boobs are in 3D. Enough said. Though you see them from the side so you don't really get the full. <laughs> Alright. Uh, speaking right. of 3D boobs... Um, um, Professor Layton and Miracle Mask. It's <laughs> another one of your like segues right. that makes no sense. I just make cram them in. Actually, I the more I think about this game, the more I want it. Well, this is like I watched the video and like mm-hmm. the the scenes they've redone the way that I don't know if you've played Layton before, but there are hmm. two different kind of areas. There's like a I think all of us have probably played a it. town. Yeah. Yeah. part where yeah. like it's just like a 2d image of the town mm-hmm. and you you know poke around on things and then there's like the actual uh puzzles that you get to solve and the the way they redid the town parts is like you know that's got all these this crazy parallax going on and you can look around and things are moving it's very vibrant and the 3d effect is probably one of the best i saw right. at the show i only watched the trailer i didn't mm-hmm. get to play the game but like the more I think about it, it's like oh, you know actually that I haven't played a latent game in a while. And right. That's kind of I think I want that one. So I would say I mean, did you see any puzzles that used the 3D? No, I mean they showed it uh, at the last level five uh, event right. that we went yeah. to, and right. you know there was like the corn thing with the bugs on it that you like you twist the corn and right. guide these bugs through a maze. But it didn't. So what I'm curious to see is if, and this is more like a wider DS question. If anyone will a 3DS question, if anyone will use 3D in a way that's like, okay, this puzzle you have to use it, you have to have 3D, and it's mm. going to only be done on the 3DS, mm. and right. won't happen if you have the slider all the way down. I don't think they will. I don't think they can unless because, it's yeah. optional. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Nintendo would let them. I mean, I don't know that, but I mean, you know, knowing like all the way they are, how hypersensitive they are. I mean, what's their whole thing about if you're under six, you know, you can't look at we'll it. We'll get or into that. Yeah. Okay, but like, I don't think they would allow that because you would have to basically be you'd be forced to play the game in 3D, which they don't want to do. To right. People. So to right. me, it's like to me, it came across like, oh, cool, a new latent game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, no, right. no disparaging that. But a new, new latent game with like 3D laid out, potentially over it. wasted mm-hmm. opportunity. Maybe they'll let them do something like have like sort of a side mode that's right. 3D only or something. Optional, yeah, puzzles. right. And now uh, announced at the show by Hino himself, you get to raise and love. Oh my little God. rabbits oh my God. baby rabbits in in, uh, in the game, in, yeah. in the game. <laughs> i have no idea why that's a feature <laughs> is that <laughs> also, you're the rabbit or? no you get to it's like nintendogs oh. with rabbits but 
Isn't it because of the year? I should hope oh, so. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Maybe. Because it is the year of the rabbit. Uh-huh. And that makes sense. Well, that's the that's the fifth Layton game, right? The fourth one hasn't even come out in the U.S. yet. So I'm kind of right. curious if they're going to just skip the fourth one or if they're just we're not going to see it in English for a while. Um, uh, of the launch lineup, which I know we'll get to at some point, that's far and away, like, Right. The most like high profile game. Like yeah. the one if it was in English yeah. I would buy it immediately, but I mm-hmm. that game's too much for me in Japanese, so Well so speaking of raising rabbits, Nintendogs and cats. I played this. Yes. Okay, everybody's gonna hate me for this, it's but I, your top. I came in there like okay, there was like a five minute line. And I was like, fuck, I'll yeah, play. Yeah, that was it. one of the easiest games to yeah. get to. So yeah. I'll just play it, whatever. And baby, I get I win game. In. Fuck you, baby game. I'll I know. play you. Exactly. That's how I felt. And I came in there and <laughs> then just game. like, I had uh, like a, a Grinch moment. Like, you know, I just, my Your heart, my heart grew melted. Three times <laughs> yeah. that day or whatever. <laughs> like, you, the minute. You the sure dog... that wasn't the cute girl that was helping well, you? Well, I mean, the... yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That may have been part of it. Uh, but like, the dog will come up to the screen and he pops out just a little bit, but then he just looks at you and they redid the eyes and they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know. And like they'll lick you in the face, and it just—I mean—it doesn't like pop out at you, but it pops out enough where it feels realer. Like the mm-hmm. the dog's movements are re- more real; their yeah. eyes are more real. <laughs> wow. What about the cats? Uh, fuck cats. What? <laughs> they didn't, did you, you try didn't try it? the cats? So no, you in the demo you pick between uh, you know you get a dog and a cat at the same time, no matter what you pick. Right. And then, okay. Like, there was three cats and three dogs, so you you get. And uh, I just played with the dog. Like I threw out a little tennis ball, and they they both went to go get uh, the tennis ball, which is I, I find suspect because cats yeah, the don't. Cat like, 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 Fuck you! What do you, yeah. what do you expect uh, me to do? But maybe it's, since it's a kitty, it does that kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, in like uh, do they the, fight over it? What happens? That's what I. Ca- they were kind of like jostling over it, but you know they didn't like start scrapping. That's hot. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so like uh, the the navigator as they were calling them, was telling me about how, like, you know, recognizes your face and stuff like that. Oh, so, right, yeah, I, I did read that. So, like, uh, yeah, she said, you know, put your oh, face... Oh, using, using the camera? Right. Wow, well, so that's if you one put thing, your, I guess. So if you put your cl- uh, face close to the camera, it'll come up and lick you in the face. So here's my and thing, it did, though. And that was awesome. Oh, and huh. so is it really recognizing you, or is it recognizing... Something. ...a person's face <laughs> right. in front of the 3DS? Even, at, I want... At, you could just put show? your hand there, I wonder, and if it would, like, just... Well, no, straw, see, they said... Of two eyes and a mouth. At the show, it was set to that. But in, a, in one of the early Iwata Asks columns, they said that if someone that the dog doesn't know were to open up the DS, it would start barking at them. Nice. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Now, okay. now uh, you just won me over. Yeah. Are you going to buy it? just won me over. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you won me over. And, and so uh, one of the things, uh, other interesting things that came out of, I guess it was the live Iwata right. Asks, is that they originally were thinking, okay, we'll do... Nintendo Cats has its own thing. Yeah. We'll do Nintendo Dolphins, which is amazing. <laughs> right. Name. Totally, yeah. Nintendo Horses, which they thought yeah. the European market for whatever reason. <laughs> I guess they're big what? into horses there yeah. or something. But they originally thought they would do these different lines of different animals, much like Pets Z yeah. with a Z has done. <laughs> Hamsters. Pets Babies Hamsters, Parties. Yeah. Another A4 joint. That's um, right. Yeah. Uh, but they decided that the interaction between the dog and the cat would be the interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. part about it. But huh. it didn't sound like that was the interesting well, part I think, about it. Well, I think the, the, the 3DS demo, that uh, the demo that they had there was very simple. You know, it was just basically two animals in a room and then you can throw things at them. And I, I put a sombrero on the cat and it was pretty awesome. 
You like putting sombreros on cats. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like I was reliving my Monster 3D Hunter. A third, uh, so is this going to be a big deal, though, like the last one was? or Probably what? Like I, I I even bought the last one. Did all of us buy the last one? Did you one? really? Yeah, I, I, did. No, I had no, to try it, but yeah. I got rid of it after like two weeks. It just wasn't fun to no. me. I mean, it's not I, for me. I did not buy well, it. Well, you know, like they, they announced uh, there's it's supporting AR, the augmented reality. Yeah, so, so if the, you put a card in your room, you can have your dog run around in your room. That's which that's is weird. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, which is which is getting into what I think are the interesting applications right. of, of AR. Love plus. But does it just run around like a picture of your room, or does it like actually know where the I floor is? It should be. And, like, it's it's going to jump on your bed. And it knows stuff. where walls are. Really? They said that it yeah. knows where walls are, and you can take pictures. I think in the AR you mode. You can. So you can see your room. You can take your Nintendo dog that you've raised, uh-huh. take a picture of it in your actual room, right? And whatever, post it on right. uh, okay. Facebook, on your do dog something blog. with it. Like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a good, okay. worthy addition to yeah. the whole thing. My thing with Nintendo dogs is though, and this gets into a larger 3DS thing, is Nintendo dogs was like the zeitgeist of the DS, right? Yeah. It was yeah. The, the game that used the touchpad, that used the two screens, the kind of really was like okay this game is made for the ground up from the for the ds now on the 3ds it mm. seems like okay this is a game that was like made before now a little bit improved but my thing is what's going to be the nintendogs of the 3ds the game that can only be made for the 3ds mm. and the question is is such a thing even possible exactly. because it would exactly. require it to be 3d no that's exactly it right. and that's why until we have if and until we have 3D like exclusive games, I don't right. think we're gonna see right. that. Well, I you know, and there's we me, haven't me seen being enough unable to see 3D very well. I don't really mind, right. but yeah, these right. games but, yeah. aren't meant to be predicted though. Yeah, what do you mean? Like Tomodachi Collection that came out of nowhere, right? And yeah. it became like you know this well, that, little game that no, nobody bought no at first. No one's predicting yeah. what it would be. Oh, okay. We're just saying whatever the 3D like. Yeah, you know, it might be the next game, but is there going to be the next game that could only be done on 3DS that right. couldn't have been done on the DS? Right. Because if it could only be done on 3DS, that means, by definition, either it's taking advantage of the higher processing power, the right. higher resolution graphics, or the 3D effect. And because of that, I think at the end of the day, as much as the 3D is going to be like the gimmick that draws people in or attracts new people or whatever, it's certainly going to be a big you know, it's a big advantage to them that they have this 3D thing on this 3DS. But ultimately, I think the good analog is like, this is like the Super Nintendo to the Nintendo. The 3DS to the DS is ultimately, as long as they're not forcing 3D, mm-hmm. is basically like everything you saw before, but better. With a little bit of a 3D gaming. So maybe it's like Super Nintendo, but Nintendo with a Super Nintendo FX chip. I would say it's the Wii to the GameCube because the Wii did motion control, which is something that no you couldn't do no matter what on the GameCube, but... So the 3D effect could not be done no matter what on that. It's not just high res. It's like the but, Super but Nintendo. Because anybody can do motion control, anybody can experience that. Therefore, it is ultimately a new thing. But whereas not everybody can do the 3D, or not everybody is well, going to want to do the 3D. Well, you say this as like an albino freak that I, can't see 3D, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. But 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 I'm not even thinking about <laughs> not me. Saying I'm thinking more like because I mean, you said it yourself. I think yeah. you were one of the people. A lot of people I talked to at E3 said they got a headache after playing 3D for a while and didn't want yeah, to play I an think... extended periods. You too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and my I think arms were tired after playing Wii. Well, yeah, I'm kidding. But well, no, no actually, it's a point. good point. But, the, but yeah, I have something to say on that because when I first started playing, I put the the 3D all the way up to the top. I played Resident Evil. And I came out with kind of a headache. I didn't feel good. 
but I turned it down to like two thirds of the way up. Yeah, and, and then I never, I, I never had a problem. So you got to find your sweet spot. Yeah. Also, the distance from you. I think that the temptation, especially when you're just grabbing it for the first time at a trade show, is to put it like two inches from your face. Exactly. Yes. And so you had to resist that temptation. You have to sit there. I still don't even know where my comfort zone is. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like with Kid Icarus, which we'll get into. I was Definitely. like, okay, I'm gonna try to get this, but the clock is ticking down the whole time mm. at this trade show. Yep. And I'm like, uh, okay, where's the slider and like distance mm-hmm. from your face, like magical no, combination? Totally, because that's why I actually want to get one and get home with it and really mess with it. Because I this for the first time, this again, this is my third time playing 3DS. This was the first time that I noticed when I moved it in and out away from my face that I started to see certain things. Like I, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think I saw perfectly three D, but to I see yeah, but I started to recognize. Oh, maybe there is a way that I can you know mess. So I want to get it home, mm. but in that environment, you can't really do that. Like yeah. they're rushing you and they're yeah. okay. You know. So we digress. Uh, let's yeah. get back into the game. So I mentioned Kid Icarus. Let's talk about that. Kid to me, Icarus. that is the game. I wish it was launching with that. Yeah, I, think it I know. It's so that sad game. that it's not launching. I can't, I th- didn't was, they not say that it was launching with I never E3? heard it. Maybe yeah. they didn't. I bet, I bet you know what's going to happen. I bet it's like an American launch title. And I don't get, think so. The They're not even calling it spring in Japan. They're just saying really? 2011. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, so it might, it might have some time. But, I mean, I, I really like that is the game that, to me, and so part of this is based on my demo play with it but a lot of it is based on the video that they had showing yeah. while you're waiting in line is really using the 3D yeah. to a large extent there's the part with the lasers that people have seen where you're like flying into mm. this fortress and the lasers are popping out at you you're dodging them kind of like a almost like a panzer dragoon kind of style of the game but even yeah. the on foot parts you're like the stuff is coming there's these spiky things that are coming at you in 3D you're really dodging things in 3D uh, to me, it looked really good. Not not the best graphics out there on the system, but right. it had its own style. I mean, I'd, I'd probably call that Resident Evil, but it had it or Street Fighter, but it had its own style. Mm. Um, but and, and everything you did had like really, it was really impactful. Like when you blew something up, it was like pew, it felt good. It had like this, you know. Well, production right. value-wise is like yeah. nothing else even came close. I mean, it had like incredible music and the graphics oh, yeah. were really good completely fully voiced which i will say worries me slightly because the voices we heard at e3 in english were uh, terrible but that was like maybe just for e3 or whatever and when you yeah. say fully voiced it's mostly you and athena or palutena whatever her name is talking athena. you through like oh hey this is how you at least in the demo right like, but he talks with the enemies too like they showed in his presentation that the enemies all talk right, in fact they right. showed a huge draw which is like a three-headed dragon yeah now. i thought that was hilarious all three yeah. heads had different like personalities and, and voices. Another, they were like arguing with each other another while they're... thing about the game that i like is it's kind of comedic and it, it still retains kind of the goofy flavor of the original he totally captured the flavor of the original yeah. like i was a, we probably all were but i was like a really big kid because not back in the day mm-hmm. and i played through it all and beat it and i and you know he brought back all the enemies he kept yeah. their flavor in like mm-hmm. they look like you would expect them to look in 3d mm-hmm. um isn't the eggplant wizard like big now i didn't did we see the eggplant wizard we saw oh, the, it was we the saw the reaper and the reaper, the reaper. was gigantic yeah, yeah, the it, well, it turns and it turns gigantic it starts as like a there's little two reaper. different ones there's a big one and a small one well, it's, it's a little one that turns into a big one probably does he freak yeah. out and call the little reaper he does thing? actually yeah oh, nice. and it was part of a big boss fight that yeah. was like gigantic like you're running around him like in a tower that and, i did actually play yeah we we played there was two different demos on the thing there was an easy and a hard and me and mark played the hard yeah so i actually kind of wish i played the easy let's start with the easy so john well i played the 
easy. what contents were of the easy well, and then what you thought. Sure. I mean, it's, start, it's obviously, I don't know if it's going to be a real demo from the game or not, because it's obviously right from the start, you're talking with um, Palthena, like, which is the goddess that you save at the end of the game, and uh, of the, first, the original game. Right. And she's, they're even talking about how it's been 25 years, and every now and then they talk about the fact that this is like a demo version. So it's obviously not like a real right. stage, like, potentially. Hey, Makahari has the... Well, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. right. laughs> himself said, like, it's a very shortened version of uh, stages. Right. And, but you, know. you start off doing air stuff, and the air stuff is a lot like Space Harrier. Like, it was basically... Sakurai mm. himself even called, like, mentioned that, which I thought was cool. Oh, yeah. Usually, like, Nintendo people don't yeah, reference other Yeah, he was totally referencing games. Yeah, other yeah. games. It was yeah. awesome. But, um, yeah, the air stuff was actually, I thought, great. It was really... It controlled really well. It yeah. felt really good. Yeah. So yeah. you you use the um, you use the screen, the touch screen, to aim, and you point the stick around where you want to shoot, and then you use, I think it was the L button, L button. to fire. Yeah. And then you're using the stick to actually move around. Right. But that was it. It was super simple controls. Um, felt great. Sounded great. Um, and then you switched to a ground portion, which I'd be curious. So I don't know what your level demo was like because I only played this one. But like when you got to the ground, the way you move around, I thought is a little awkward. Like so, I would. If, if, I think maybe we'll all agree that it wasn't moving around that I found awkward. It was where the camera was. Pointed. So that was the thing. Like I, I was bummed on it, but then I watched Sakurai's presentation again, and, and we were missing a, a really key thing about the camera is that. The way it controls basically is that you flick you flick on the uh, uh, touch screen and it sends the camera moving. Oh, really? Yeah. And I didn't do that at all. So yeah, what are you, what are you, you talking about? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. I guess technically that is the camera. You but do yeah. that and then you like so you flick and then you tap to stop the camera from moving, ah. which is very key. Like so, what I was doing, I was flicking and like my camera would be like you know in the wrong place. I'd be like, fuck, this is frustrating. But really what I had to do was just flick and then... But I wasn't doing that because when you're running... I I mean, maybe I was approaching it more like an FPS, but when you're running, I was... I wasn't flicking. I was touching and holding, you know, like kind of move, manipulating in the direction you want to move. So like my... my, The stick was on the... The stylus was Mm -hmm. on the screen. Like I want to go right, so I push to the right a little bit but i kept it on the screen right and you're moving with the left stick and i felt like it was awkward like i felt like it i mean it wasn't horrible but it wasn't nearly as smooth as moving around in the air so what yeah. i was doing is i was actually trying to control it like monster hunter where i was just moving towards something and then tap ho- like, tap the camera yeah or? i mean i wanted to tap the camera but i, I that didn't seem to work so right. i was kind of just hoping i was just kind of like turning to try to turn the camera towards things and I, things kept coming out of the back of my field of view and stuff like that and like to be fair i didn't i like like after two minutes of this i'm like actually looked up at the controls and like <laughs> right. and like oh okay this is how you dodge this is how you do stuff yeah a lot of it also like i didn't it took me a little bit getting used to kind of dash dodge rolling by just suddenly moving the stick in one direction oh, that was no problem I, I you know i played smash brothers a lot and that was oh, no problem okay so that's yeah. something from there but yeah. uh, that that took me like a little bit because things are coming at you a lot and y- right. you do need to do that once you get it it's cool and it's fun and whatever it yeah. took me a second or two to um uh to get it i thought it was interesting that it was almost kind of a shooter even when you were on foot yeah right. you were mostly shooting yeah. at things from a from a distance a lot well that's right? where it got a little confusing though it, it is mostly a shooter but then when you get up close you switch to melee attacks yeah. and i felt like it was hard for me to kind of tell at what point i was going to s- switch from shooting to melee you know what i mean like right. sometimes really? you can't really like tell. distance wise or uh, well just because like yes yeah, because you you can't tell and this isn't like a 3d thing this is just like as a like in the environment type thing like if the you know you're there's like a enemy or you know you would also hit like these posts mm-hmm. that would leave items you know those like mm-hmm. poles or whatever really i didn't and know like that. Okay. oh yeah if you smack them they would drop items 
and sometimes it was hard to tell like okay i'm two feet away and i hit the button and i'm going to shoot it but then i get a little closer and suddenly i'm going to swing at it that may be something that if you could see the 3d you would be no no no. it's not a that's what i'm saying it's not an in and out 3d i could see i have depth perception otherwise how would i drive it's just it's just a matter of yeah it's a matter of like it wasn't really clear to me unless there was like some other indicator on the screen that i just wasn't noticing maybe it was the I, i didn't have that issue but what i and, like, this is all stuff that I went back and watched Sakurai's presentation after I played the game that mm-hmm. kind of became clear to me after watching that. Right. But it was, like, I felt like, you know, some of the enemies, I didn't know how to beat them. Mm-hmm. Like, there were some enemies, like, there was this one, it wasn't in the easy version, but, it, like, oh. it was this one big enemy that turns into a spinning bladed top. Okay. And, like, apparently that enemy, you can't harm it when it's in that mode. But I didn't mm-hmm. know that at the time, so I kept getting my ass kicked. Right. Yeah, so there's a lot of kind of... Uh, but, I mean, I want there to be that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I, mean, I love that part. Yeah. I just didn't know that at the time, so I got a little frustrated. So my opinion of the game was a lot better after I had watched that presentation again. Right. Yeah, the presentation made it look really good. Yeah, he showed yeah. a lot of stuff that wasn't in the demos, too. And, like, mm. it just overall, it looks like a really good game. Yeah. I just want that to be a launch game. Like, I want that to be, you know, out what? there. It ain't gonna happen, Mark. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be soon after. Um, So sticking with Nintendo First Party, the big game there, and by big game I mean um, line-wise, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D. Yes. Alex, did you play that? I didn't. Oh. You and Daniel did, though. Me and Daniel fight did. Yeah, I did. I took a bullet and uh, waited in a long, long line to play that um, for basically five minutes. Um, You know, Zelda, like... uh, I I am a big Zelda fan. We all are, I think, big Zelda fans. I still, and I said this at E3 too, I don't feel like they're really at least showing us enough yet for me to feel like this is really worth playing again. Like, it's, because it's still just Ocarina of Time. There's like, it's got better graphics, but better textures. But Ocarina of Time on the go, I mean, are you not looking for another excuse? Like, I could use another excuse to play Ocarina of Time. The kind of things that would get me super excited to play this again are any kind of new content, like a new dungeon or more than one, well, preferably. They, they said they were going to redesign the Water Temple, right? No. Well, I don't. If they did, I didn't hear that. I, think, I mean, I think but whatever. Like that. that's like minor. Like I want new dungeons. I would have. I would have preferred if they did something like give it a Wind, wind Waker makeover or something like that. Yes. Graphics. Yeah, it looks ugly. Well, so the, yeah, that's something the thing. Like, like that. I, I'm, I'm not saying, gonna do that though, right? I mean, that's why not. I mean, yeah. Well, they definitely need to put the Master Sword, uh, whatever the Master Quest levels in there as mm-hmm. like a second that quest. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things they could do. They can make the overworld more interesting because it was super sparse in the original. Right. But in the demo, you couldn't tell any of this. The demo had three sections. I actually played them all. I found if you died, you could start over and try a different one. So nice. I purposely mm. killed myself to do that. Um, you could start in the in the village uh, and run around, and it looked a little better. There was a part where you go into the first dungeon, which I did. And the only one thing I took away from that um, was that... Um, the Deku, kinda cool. Deku tree? Yeah, the Deku tree. Yeah is when you're aiming your slingshot and presumably other weapons, you can hold the 3DS and then move it, physically move the 3DS like yeah. left and right to aim. It's like, and the, the view changes as you move. Was that wow. pretty cool? Did you enjoy it? That? It uses the, the gyroscope, is, to be clear. It uses clear. the gyroscope, but it's it's not like, subtle movements are not going to do anything. You need to move it. So oh. that's the thing. It's like, yeah. it, okay. it's cool. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't like if I just like gently moved it to the left, the camera was going to gently move. It wouldn't have noticed. You know right. what I mean? You kind of right. have to physically make some okay. movement. Um, but that still was a cool thing. and um, So I watched this uh, uh, through the peephole, and uh, I kind of almost thought that the Nintendo... That in some ways, the Nintendo 64 graphics are a little better. No. Uh, no, dude. No, no, no way. Wait, what? <laughs> let, okay. me, let me explain myself. Not having seen it, I'm sorry, the Nintendo 64 graphics are... 
garbage. Let me explain, let me explain myself. <laughs> so take the first boss battle. Uh, the Goma? The, go, the Goma. I the, fought him too. Right. And in the Nintendo 64 version, it's like all black and moody. And like it's kind of got this creepy lighting or whatever. But in the 3DS version, there's like none of that. It's just like you're in a room. Like rainbows. And, and he's kind of goofy looking. <laughs> and it's I don't like, think he's goofy looking. He looks better. He I looks more. I don't know if he looks better, but he. It just took. He looks it, gross. There's like no. Looks, there's no mood. The mood is gone. I just have to disagree. Did you, if you look on like these, there are these threads on the internet, like on Gaff Two, where they have side by side comparison of the screens, and like the ceiling in the N64 one looks like like somebody sneezed, and like that's it. But in this one, it's <laughs> yeah. got like you know, there's all like webs, like intricate like spider webs all over the place, mm. and like it looks a lot more Dude, detailed. Textures on the N64. I will. Th- like, I, I'm gonna agree. Like those with, ten polygons really set the mood for you. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with all that, but I think. Some of the limitations of the Nintendo 64 kind of, you know, enhanced the graphics in ways like that. It set mood because well, they couldn't render the background, so they made it dark, uh, and that was cool. Yeah. Hmm. There was something else I noticed about it that I didn't like, um, and I'm, I, but the, I haven't played this game in so long that I don't remember how the original controls were exactly, but in this one, you, there's no camera control. Like, I mean, well, let me get to it. There's a camera button on the bottom screen that you press, and then mm-hmm. you can move the camera around. Mm-hmm. But while you're playing, the only way to move the camera is to tap the L button and, and center it behind you. There's no, like... Mm-hmm. In the old one, you can move the camera stick, right? To, like, swing the camera around. Yes, you could now. I remember. This one, you can't. And that bothered me. Like, I kept going for the camera, and there was no camera, like, to move around you while you're running. Do you think maybe you were just missing it? Or? Move the camera No, I wasn't missing it. It's on- around? The thing is, like, when you're... You the, think the, about running around a 3D world... Seed? You got C your left stick. hand is C- C- right. There is no C stick now. Basically, you have to touch the button on the bottom screen and then then move the camera around, which is not you know that's not um, efficient. There's no there's nothing. You have to look for that button, touch it, and then move around. It's not like while you're playing, you can be manipulating it because while you're running, I would be like turning the camera and looking to my left, or you know, in most 3D games, you do that, right? Like while you're moving one way, you're looking another way. Yeah, but way. I mean, in the, on the N64, you just had that one. Uh, Analog that you were using, which you don't have anymore, to move your guy around. No, you, oh, you, well, you, you had the C button. Person. Sorry, you didn't have a C stick. You had yeah, the C exactly. buttons. You yeah, exactly. Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh, right. right, the GameCube yeah, had my bad. the C stick. Yeah, C, C buttons is what I meant. But right. like, there's nothing like that now. It's on the bottom screen, and um, I don't know necessarily if how they could have done it better. But I will say that in a modern setting, playing lots of 3D games where you can look around freely, that bothered me while I was playing. Like I kept noticing it while I was playing I and trying to ignore 64, it. I thought you'd have to go into first person to look around at stuff. I mean, you weren't moving mm. the camera around a lot, right? The C buttons were attached to like items and, and item inventory was a big bitch in that game, which I hope that they... One thing I remember improved. for sure in the N64 is I was always moving the view in and out. That much for sure. Maybe it's the up and down buttons on the C thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. God, why don't I remember the N64 pad? But anyway, that's not my point, though. My point isn't Best so much forgotten. what you could do then as it is, like, in modern 3D games, yeah. it's kind of weird not okay. to be able to move the camera. Well, okay, okay, fair enough. And that yeah. bugged me. Um, so what were the good things about the demo, besides the graphics? Well, it, I mean, the good things were that's a really great game, right? So regardless, right. like, it's really fun. I'm just, I've played it three times now already and I played the Master Quest so the sad th- thing is we can't ask you about how the 3D was on. well I, yeah but I asked yeah. uh, I asked other people about it too and they yeah it was the 3D is cool but there was like they did some stuff I noticed like um, the camera cuts and stuff in mm-hmm. the village like it I think they probably intentionally changed them to make them play up more the, yeah play yeah. up the 3D yeah that's cool but yeah yeah that okay. part I couldn't tell you <laughs> I think it's bizarre that they're Porting N64 games because I mean with the with the original DS it launched with Mario 64, which was not a good port. Sorry, it, it was. I mean because of the controls, but the actual improvements right. they made to the visuals, sure. and the gameplay were actually pretty good. Sure. So I'm kind of surprised here we. I mean here we are six years later. 
and you know they're bringing N sixty four games. Okay. I don't I don't ask for much. I just want a dungeon or something. But I two things items. are. I mean, it's like widely agreed upon. It's like the Citizen Kane of video games, like one of the greatest okay. games of all time, right? Yes, right. that's A, and a lot of other people. And B, they are improving the graphics, right? Like a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's not enough, is what you're saying. It could yeah, be more. I mean, I was more impressed with Mario sixty four was on DS. Wait, what? Really? Well, compared to the original, the graphical enhancement the graphical from the original, really, right? The, yeah, it looks much. Better. It is, yeah, it is a lot better. Like if you look at Mario's face for one, it's like completely yeah. right. But I mean, in general, the that DS version wasn't that big of a jump. It was well, but the, the DS wasn't also capable of that much. Right. More. Yeah. The I mean, DS with the 3DS is... and looking at stuff like Street Fighter Four and Biohazard or yeah, Resident Evil. Half you could, ass, you could like, do better. If there's you more could, stuff like they did with the slingshot where you can move the DS around, like that right. was interesting. I want to see more yeah, of that yeah. sort of you know interaction. Whatever, so but. speaking of that, a game that none of us <sighs> played. I feel so bad for not playing this, but it actually Steel. had a really long line, and that's why I didn't go play it. Steel Diver. Steel Diver. Has the same thing. It's a uh, submarine game. Actually, it's mm-hmm. kind of the, I guess, what evolved out of the, quote, submarine, unquote, uh, demo that was for the original DS. Yeah, oh, right. Right up sub right. A friend of ours, uh, Dan Kurtz, worked on this game, and I feel really okay. bad for not going to play it. <laughs> well, and so it has two basic modes. I didn't play it either, but I read a bunch about yeah. it um, at uh, .com. Um and one of them is a periscope mode where it's kind of a shooter and it's the same thing as Zelda where you're actually physically uh, moving, moving around the DS, the DS yeah. in a 360 circle and it's using the gyroscope or whatever to adjust your view accordingly. You're shooting mm-hmm. you know, carriers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then the other one is a, a side-scrolling kind of, I guess, shooter you would call it, but basically yeah. left to right. Um, you have vertical and horizontal missiles. You have like a... It's a lot of momentum-based stuff where you have like a you have these sliders that you're constantly adjusting in order for depth and right, and you're like avoiding uh, you know big rocks that come out of underground or underwater volcanoes and shit. The thing that I noticed, and I just was like looking over, thinking this uh, while I was waiting in line for pilot wings, is I saw the the big like uh, marquee for it. It was like this mm. painted thing. I just said steel diver and showed right. like a submarine shooting. A, torpedoes and i'm like that is a game like that is a video game like yeah. i could uh. this could be 20 years ago and i could see that and i was glad that there was a gamey game just straight out this is a simple whatever straightforward video game right i didn't play it so i can't really say but um a noob's write-up on injury saying was really positive about it yeah saying it was really, really the, fun. It, it yeah. had, like i was thinking that i would be able to just walk up and play it but it was it was one of the biggest lines of the show so. well and it because it didn't have that many units to it too oh yeah that's to that's it. also a good point so i was waiting in line for pilot wings um, pilot wings yes uh, a lot of people played pilot wings what do you guys think it was my game of the show. Well, really? really? And I think, it was, I, I think it was the best, uh, the best 3D of all the games that I played. And the, and the moment that kind of solidified it for me was I was playing, uh, I th- it was the hang glider. And, like, you know, they had this. So they have jetpack, hang glider, and, and biplane. Uh, biplane. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, there was this one where you just go, you fly through the targets or whatever, right? And in between the targets, they have these little balls that kind of set your yeah. path or whatever. Yeah. Right? And so, like, you know, I remember back in the day on the Super Nintendo playing that and like having the little balls and everything. But in 3DS, like you can really see and feel the balls 
getting closer. <laughs> you can feel the balls. You can really see the, and feel the balls getting closer. It's to funny too. You, you can't yeah. see JJ until, like until they're like right there, his fist right in mouth. This sounds bad, but no, like you can really feel <laughs> your really the, the distance like becoming yeah. closer and like you can perceive it. Like yeah, I know what you're right. saying. It was all about. It's all about that third dimension when you're trying to line exactly. up to hit the the mark. And if, for me, it was like, okay, yeah, now this is why 3D is mm. a good idea because you could, I like that distance. And this is something Miyamoto has talked about with uh, 3D Mario's. It's like, you know, if you stomp on an enemy in like a 2D screen, you know, it's it's hard to really judge the distance between you and the enemy, and you find yourself missing a lot. At least in my personal. Uh, experience that's happened a lot. What you mean is a 3D world on a 2D screen, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, and in this case, you're you know a 3D world and the 3D screen, so you really can see the distance between you and whatever's in front of you. And those so, balls are like right there. Yeah, those you balls right up slapping you in the face and the slapping. Them. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like for me, that was like the aha moment of yeah. the show. Mm. And uh, it's such a simple, almost tech demo-y kind of feel to it. But right. it is simple fun. Like, so yeah. I would say my thing about it and like the jetpack is the thing that I really like the most. Yeah. It, yeah. it takes place. It's uh, Pilot Wings Resort. It, the it takes place I guess on the Wii Resort Island, right. Island I believe is what whatever it's called. It's called. Right. And and so and there's like a free just free roaming mode and there's also like mm. little missions and stuff for you yeah. to do at least in the demo. Yeah. I did uh, a few missions actually. Yeah. And uh, you know yeah it was just it was just simple fun. It was like a mm. good demonstration of the 3D effect. Yeah. Like nothing new at all in terms of gameplay. Sure. The gameplay all. was almost exactly the same as Pilot Wings like. 64 pretty much right Right. i mean just like going through the rings or finding the like little info right buttons or whatever that's that's on the wii sports resort like one of the mini games the uh the little icon thing the Uh free mode was something in wii sports resort yeah but But you could only use the biplane it wasn't lifted from that game exactly. I don't. Well, I mean, it's on the same uh, Woohoo Island or whatever. Oh. So, <laughs> but it did look a little different. I mean, the island yeah. looked. I mean, it was not just brought over from the Wii. I the mean, music was, was awesome. So yeah, I mean, like I think you right. get what you you know what you're getting with that yeah. game, and it's like a you know yeah, it's like a safe. Right. Also, like, now, how is that not exactly? A launch game? I was I know, thinking the same thing. I wa- that, that would have been my definite go-to. Oh. If I can only buy one launch game game. So maybe that's... We'll get into this later, but a while talking about how they're not going to do a shortage. Maybe they're holding that back just to give you something like the second right. month of release or something. I, I have that, heard that they're spreading out the titles a little bit for that reason. But I mean, yeah. spread something else out. That should be a launch game. Like Pilot Wings. Well, they've launch. got Nintendogs. Nintendox right. is the one to, to reel in the suckers. Well, so we're almost there. Let's get through these games before we get into the launch games. So the AR games, real fast on these. Let's... Let's go. Shooting uh, you in the mouth. I was really excited when, like, they had the table, like, morph up. Like, right. the With table the grew out, you know? Card. That, that Explain. Doesn't mean okay, so, you know. <laughs> Remember, put, nobody can see you. Right. They put, they put a, you know, they put one of those Nintendo cards on the table, and yep. then you, you shoot at these targets. And, uh, you know, it starts out really simple. Like, targets come out of boxes or whatever. And you're moving, the physically moving the DS yeah. around, and it's changing the angle right. upon which you're seeing, like, your real surrounding, and then this uh, graphical thing superimposed right. upon it. And uh, so the cool part was when, like, you know, they take this flat surface that is, in real life, flat, just a flat table mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like it starts coming out and like you know like a big protrusion coming out and then it like starts bouncing up and down and like bubbling and bubbling and all and you can and- you know you're aiming at the targets while it's doing all this but it's like 
you know, it's turning this table. Yeah. It's not just superimposing, right? It's right. turning this table into like this object that's morphing and doing all sorts of crazy stuff, which I was mean, like the cool part of AR. I mean, it is superimposing. Posing. It just tricks kind of your mind. But yeah, but it's taking that background. It's not just like you know, here's it's basically a thing texturing on a card, the right? object with whatever the table, I guess, right? right? right. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, that was the coolest part of the AR mm. thing for me. Okay. Um, and and the, is that included with the? It is included with the system, which is is a good idea. Picto chat. Yeah. Yeah. To me, and that's kind of a hey, look, mom. Here's here's a quick way of right. understanding what's cool about this new weird. Right. Thing. Right. Yeah. Well, that and, and, and it, it becomes easier for uh, other developers to put AR stuff in their games. So. You said the next Picto chat, but there's also Picto chat. I mean, is they there? haven't showed it. Maybe it's just the original, and that's why. But like oh. some people have noticed that the icons on the home 3D screen, Picto one of them was chat. the Picto chat icon. Mm. So Can't penises and three. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and then face shooting, we talked about pretty much already. Yeah. yeah. You become the uh, last boss of Star Fox, and uh, yeah, fly around and shoot yourself. Yep. Uh, Nintendo 3DS camera. I don't even know why that's listed here. Why is uh, that listed here? That was just a playable thing. You could take pictures of people. Yeah, they let you do the 3D picture thing like they did at E3. You could take pictures of the navigators. That's hot, of 3D pictures. Okay, so let's get into uh, launch titles and price. So there was a rumor about uh, games being another 1,000 yen more expensive first-party games instead of being 4,800, being 5,800. Not so, right. God, according to uh, the early info. So from Nintendo's website, the launch titles are... Um, Nintendo Dogs and Cats uh, for forty eight hundred yen, which, like, yeah, okay, that's that's actually translates into about what sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, about what you would. But pay if you want to just like as a basis yeah. for comparison, that's like basically like a thirty nine ninety nine game in the U S. Right. Okay. So, yeah. As far as like the you know standard first party pricing. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winning eleven three D soccer uh, from Konami for a thousand that does cost a thousand yen more. Right. So. Yeah, fifteen hundred yen. Um, Combat of Giants Dinosaur 3D, which has <laughs> got to be the winner of the best uh, name. And uh, that wasn't even anywhere at the event, right? Was it in the in the uh, Peep Show gallery? Uh, maybe or? we have a list down there. I don't think it. Yeah, was, I didn't because nobody saw. It wasn't playable. Yeah, that's no, for sure. Doesn't no. look like it was. That's like the game that they hope that you mistakenly buy, thinking <laughs> right. it's another game as a parent or something. Right. <laughs> Funnily enough, like even here in Japan, the entire title is in English, which is kind of funny too. <laughs> right. It's like, what does that really say it's about a, their confidence a, for this it's game? It's a Ubisoft game. So. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Super Street Fighter uh, Four 3D Edition is coming out for forty-eight hundred yen. That is a, yen, which a is, like a fucking awesome some price like that is a steal i'm gonna get that game i don't know about you steal but that's the price that it should be i think yeah, uh, yeah. meanwhile samurai warriors chronicle from uh took mccoy 6090 that's the uh rip off the, the koei great difference. game for the fans um puzzle bobble 3d which okay <laughs> in the era of the iphone really yeah. are you selling that for 4980 oh my Square god Enix, yikes I don't think you are. <laughs> Two dollars um, for the game, forty-seven for the three D. Same thing. Ridge Racer three D. John's favorite game of the show. Um, you know, sadly, that might be like the one game I buy at launch because, like, nothing. Well, you really? can finish going through the list, I guess. Yeah, but like, there's nothing there that like screams. Nothing is I must buy it for me, except probably Layton. But I want to play that in English, so I'm gonna wait. I would get Nintendo Dogs and Cats before I got that. Really? Damn. Before you got what? Layton or Ridge no, Racer? No, Ridge Racer. Oh yeah. Yeah, Ridge Racer. Like the price is too high. Ridge Racer is at least I know I'll have fun with it. It's like uh, yeah. Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, fifty nine. Mask of Miracles. Probably Mask of Miracles. the best game. Yeah, whether or not it's you want to wait for the English. I'm buying it just for question. the rabbits. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, I guess they should have uh, done the video-only um, uh, titles as well. Mercenaries 3D. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, y- again, I think you are get- you know what you're getting. It looks right. good. It looks like the same game. You could just buy it on the iPhone. And oh. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's an iPhone version of Mercenaries. It looks like... Looks like really? But, well, how it is looks like what you would expect. Did they not take a... Well, okay, this is what was going to be the Mercenaries minigame from Revelations and say, wait a second, let's just sell this as its own game. I mean, Probably, me, yeah. that's still a minigame. It's They're, possible, but the thing is, everything in, in Mercenaries 3D has been lifted from Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 5. There's actually nothing from Revelations that has been shown in that game so far. I mean, we can right. play as Claire... She's not in Revelations. Well, it's clearly it's it's clearly a we want we see an opportunity here to have a serious hardcore scary Resident Evil and also the you know new kind of arcade Resident Evil. Let's branch off and have make twice the money. Yeah, well, to me that should be maybe one game. Maybe there's more to Mercenaries. I'm okay with it. Mercenaries is online, right? So I mean that could be cool. That could be pretty cool. Okay, well, uh, Super Monkey Ball 3D gotta have a Monkey Ball game. Yep. Um, Maybe the 3D will add to it. Kingdom Hearts 3D. Not, not the gyroscope will add to Monkey Ball. I mean, if they do it right, if it's not like the iPhone version, which was terrible, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just nail through these. Gundam: The Third Battle, Tales of the Abyss, One Piece: Unlimited Curse, Cubic Ninja. That, that would be Cruise, not Curse. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tobias, Puzzle Bobble, Famista, Famista, is RBI Baseball. Yeah, Stadium, so. yeah. Uh, Animal Resort. Awesome game. Best game at the show. Yes, I think I think safe to say maybe yeah. one of the titles to watch out for. Amazing, <laughs> Zevius JJ, you made a point to find Zevius. Yeah, because like this down. is uh, I did too, yeah. the first time they announced this in Japan, they were talking about how they were going to take classic games and make re- 3D versions of them. And this is classic like the, Famicom games, classic right. NES games. Yeah. So this was like the the sole representative of that line. And uh, did you check the video? I did check the video. I thought it was cool. It wasn't like a oh my god, but this is a download title, so. Right. I think if they charged 500 yen for it, I would totally be down. As far as I could tell, what they're basically doing is just taking the original and sort of layering, like taking that parallax, whatever parallax yeah. may, or actually they're adding parallax because there yeah. was more layers in Xevious than there was in the original. Yeah, right. like the layers of clouds on the side, but they're just taking the layers of flat 2D graphics from the old games and sort mm. of 3Ding them, yeah. like pulling yeah. them apart, yep. which is cool. Yeah, yep. and it's download, so you're not paying 50 Hopefully. bucks for it. <laughs> and I would actually say the games, Paper Mario is next on the list, the games that I saw that did the best effect with the 3d were games that had clear kind of 2d layers that were just layering them yeah so like paper mario i thought looked amazing and it was Mm. because paper mario already kind of had this kind of pseudo 3d 2d uh layering Mm -hmm. effect when you do that combined with the 3d effect and I think the titles on all other games and the the uh, UI elements were a simple application of this. Mm. They all stood out and worked really well in 3D because they were designed in a 2D thing to be like another layer. Right. Mm. That's the stuff that I think pops and works immediately, easily the best on the 3DS. Yeah. That's well, it's the all stuff. about the parallax. Like that's what yeah. it is. Like when there's layers of graphics in front of each other, that's where this is really going to be strong. I can't wait right. to see like old school side scrollers with that effect, like done yeah. to the max. Uh, um, so, uh, 3D Beijing Tokay. Uh, <laughs> so for this is actually, I think this was an iPhone app or something. Yeah. Was that the level five game or is that something else? I don't No, 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 This oh, is okay. like, uh, hot girls hold up signs hot of the time. <laughs> oh, what time it is right yeah. now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Beijing and every okay. minute it changes. Oh, okay. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's an SB game, right? 
Is was it a PSP thing? Really? I, think so. I thought it was just iPhone. That you have to load and see what time it is right now. I mean, it's a download title. I'm I assume assuming. it's a download thing. It's still one yeah. of them. Is that going to be a big one, Hiroko? I don't think so. <laughs> Star Fox 64 3D. Really want to play that? Yay! Best Star Fox game they ever yeah. made. Uh, in Cinema the Pikmin Pikmin 2 is the best Star Fox game. What was that? Sorry? Mark? Yeah. No, uh, JJ, what'd you say? Before? I said Star Fox, uh, and I mean, uh, Sin and Punishment 2 is the best Star Fox game ever made. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the big lines were for Animal Crossing? Uh, yeah, there were okay lines uh, for Animal Crossing. The big lines that were like actually 30 minute long lines were for Mario, Mario Park. Park, uh, yeah. Park. Did anybody watch the Animal Crossing video? I didn't. Is it. Well, you actually think they look different, which they is do. not. Yeah, but they're pretty much the same thing as the last 16 Animal Crossings, right? I mean, now. pretty much, yeah. Um, Street Pass Me Lobby. And that's it? Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, okay, so let's get into uh, questions. We solicited questions um, from everybody. Um, viewer mail. Viewer mail um, about about our 3DS show. So, uh, first topic, we got a few questions about region locking. This came out like right before yeah. our show. <sighs> where people were asking, uh, Daniel Fight, Speak of the Devil, region lock 3DS, bad idea or terrible idea? Dubai, uh, Wanda's claim there won't be a pause in releases. So that's kind of two questions in one. Let's take the region locking. So this is not 100% confirmed, but there was a report from uh, supposedly from Nintendo Japan Customer Service that said similar to the DSi and DSLL um, that games specifically made for those systems would not work between different regions and the reason is is because those games had a parental control which was uh based upon that region's rating system so esrb mm. in america zero in america mm. japan or, mm. uh, in, in japan whatever the hell in europe um and that is the reason why it basically uh checks things and why it didn't work alex did you make that list of games that can only be played on the uh DSI. Oh, you know what? I think I was supposed to make that list. Failed. Fired. Sorry. But we know a couple games that uh, that did it. Were well, right. I mean, the big one was what? Pokemon. Right? Pokemon Black and White. Right. Yeah. Um, I had no the, idea. Like the wireless features, uh, you can use the cameras to chat with people. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I didn't either. But but uh, so of course, like DS games will still be region free. Region free. But yeah. So the 3DS things. Um, is this a big deal? What do you guys think? I think so. You know, for me personally, since I'm in Japan, like uh, there are not a lot of good portable games from the West. If that changes this time, I'll be sad. Yeah, but sometimes you want to play games in English just right. because it's like I mean, if Tactics yeah, Over I mean, was yeah, that, you, you that, wanted to, that you got true. rid of that and you're wanted right. to play the English version, right? You're, you're right. going to need another 3DS to do yeah. that, which that sucks. To right. me, it basically does mean having to buy two. Um, yeah, and probably four when the second redesign one comes out. That's right. But having to buy two of every edition of the unit. But I guess, like, ultimately surprising or not, it not shouldn't surprising. be. Not surprising. It shouldn't yeah. be, but, yeah, I guess well, a lot of people probably still don't realize that the DSi is... I didn't. Specific. I didn't realize. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, PS3 is region free now. Like we're moving into like a region free. Well, I thought we were moving into like a region free world, and now yeah, we're going I doubt back. that's going to continue. That's a drag. I hope PSP2 doesn't yeah. do that. Blame parental controls, though, right? Yeah. Like, but whatever. really, what's the big ESRB deal? Can't they? Well, whatever. I, I, yeah. I guess they can't program the firmware to support every country's rating system. 
Yeah. I mean, I think they can. They're just. I think they can, but you know. It's just an excuse. Well, I, I, I don't know about the second part of that. There was like two part question, right? So yeah. So on that, we'll wait to see uh, if that's confirmed officially or not. Mm. Um, the second part is uh, Wada talked about that. Um, let me see where I have uh, my notes here about it. But basically, that they acknowledge that um, the yeah here it is. So they're making plans with the 3ds so that it won't be. Uh, there won't be a Wii or DS-like gap in software releases that sapped mm-hmm. momentum. That's paraphrasing from what he said, but they're basically acknowledging that right after these systems came out, there was a lull where right. there was no really strong releases. Uh, and for the Wii, it's been pretty much a four-year. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not fair. Somebody well, who loved Kirby as much as you did. And Sin and Punishment. And Sin and Punishment. Yeah, no, it was the Wii was like Monster the GameCube. There, like in retrospect, there are like six or seven really fucking awesome games. But if you're like living through the lifespan, it's you know it's dry. It's like after 2008, where it started to really slow. It's kind of true. Yeah. All right, but so I mean, we digress. That so, could be a reason why. I mean, it's hopefully a reason why the launch lineup is so abysmal here. Is that they're holding off good games to spread them out through the rest of the year. Right. I mean, and let's remember too the DS launch lineup was crap as well in Japan. It was like, what was that game? I mean, we loved that. Was there Mahjong? Feel good. What was it? Feel Feel the Magic or whatever. Oh, um, and like. XY. And like some Ubisoft dubba, like dubba, dubba, dating dubba, dubba, garbage dubba, dubba. or something. Remember, yeah, like everybody got right. upset about that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, right. you know. So, so I do think it's going to be better than Wii and better than DS for mm. sure. But I mean, that's that's not necessarily saying. I think they need one solid game a month, and I'm and like we talked about. I'm hoping that the reason behind not having so many. First party games at launch. I mean, this gets into a question from um, from Hacker Alias Johnny Ram um, about: Do we think that the launch lineup, that the um, amount of third party there, and the relative lack of first party games, is a nod to what Iwata said about giving third parties more play on this system, or is it just Nintendo's not ready? Well, I, th- I, I, I mean, with their games, I don't. You could, you could say, okay, you know, they're not ready, whatever, but. The fact of the matter is, like, you know... You could say it like that, too. Right. <laughs> Do you Sorry, I, don't, like I, don't, I don't need to make fun of uh, Johnny Ram or anything. But uh, oh, He's not what, saying what either. Talking about it's you. an open yeah. question. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Nintendogs and Cats isn't, like, the heavy hitter, obviously. No. And, and no I think, Mario game at launch. Right. Yeah. And I think most people who are hardcore gamers are going to end up with Layton or... Well, or Street Fighter. There's a couple of things to, first of all, I think... And those are good choices. I think they are very much intentionally holding off some of these other games to spread sure. them out over the years. Sure. So you're going like to have, like, Wings. a new Nintendo title, potentially every month or every two months. Yeah, like Pilot Wings, like, everything that was at the thing, basically. I have to think Pilot Wings was... Could have been ready. Totally. It totally. looked ready. They're spreading it out. But it could be a little bit of that third party not to. I also think, you know, a big factor that we haven't really talked about, but that's also, is this isn't the only launched games. There's also going to be downloadable games, presumably right. 3DS where yes. there hopefully will be some virtual console games. I mean, there's going to be other stuff to choose from besides just this. And, and the bulk of Nintendo software is actually already built into the system. All the games, you know, the AR stuff, face shooting, so on and so forth. Yeah, some of the, like, the sad, well, maybe not, maybe it's not a sad thing, but an interesting thing is some of the most interesting stuff of that, that is available day one is all packed in with the system. Like, the stuff yeah. that you're going to show somebody the first thing when you show them, yeah. I don't right. know if it's going to be necessarily these launch games, which for any other system it would be, except mm-hmm. for maybe the Wii, where you'd show them the me thing, but... For this, it is kind of the all of that other stuff. The right, AR the AR stuff, cards especially. The yeah. me picture thing, yeah. the combining picture, you know, people's faces stuff, right. et cetera. So, um, 
battery we got a couple of questions on but we kind of dealt with that um i, I think a little earlier um so in the game so uh, hacker alias pabosher um asks via twitter which of the launch titles did you enjoy most and is it worth buying the system for which um, of the launch titles uh, the most? i would not say they're worth buying the system for but are you going to buy the system on launch day? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. If no, then the titles are worth buying the system for. Why? Because we're suckers. Wait, wait. Well, no, because I always buy systems at launch. That's. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the feeling, you know. I'm a hardcore gamer. System. I like the whole like festival feeling of it. Mm. Uh-huh. And, and you know, I am getting Street Fighter Four, and it's not like, well, I guess I gotta get Street Fighter Four. It's right. like I really want that game. So. What, what about you, Hiroko? You're gonna get a 3DS? Um, I'm not sure. I don't like the colors at all. Mm. So uh, that's the. That's the only hold back because holding I, out on a white one <laughs> like yeah. you tried to do with iphone <laughs> right yeah which you I don't failed. you don't like uh what is it cosmo black cosmo or aqua black. blue okay yeah aqua blue is totally ugly <laughs> in my and so cosmo black i didn't get to see cosmo black but is it also metallic like the blue it's, ones yeah it is shiny shiny not mm-hmm. like are they fingerprint e I, I didn't even notice because i wasn't I looking when i played it yeah no. but i did look at pictures after and it looked like it would be fingerprint prone I kind of like the blue one. What did you guys think of the button placement and the overall feeling of the system? Oh, yeah. When I first played Resident Evil, like 10 seconds in, I reset the system by accident. And then the, the booth lady totally freaked out because it's <laughs> on the bottom right. Yeah. But um, I believe on the DS, was it the DS Lite? That's where I, the start and select button. Right. Were. And right. I kept I kept reaching down to press that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no. Power starts in the middle. Yeah. Start should not be in the middle. Right. But, yeah, yeah it's just something I had to get used to. Right. I really love, love the circle pad. That is like, it's like yep. the Nintendo Max, but really awesome. The NES Max? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But I, they, that's yeah. a kind of a, a, a tradition with Nintendo, right? Is they always right. put out ugly colors first, and then you know everybody buys the ugly colors, and then they put out the nicer colors, and mm-hmm. then they start well, bringing in more people. Well, at least there's black, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 I think they're both fine. Black. I'll take whatever I can get. I was going to say the same thing. Always bet on black. Um, <laughs> good question, though. Can you try to make up some kind of claw technique on this system? I mean, I tried to do it a little bit. Right. But to do well, what? see, no. The, the great thing about the 3DS, you though, don't have to. Yeah, what would you got want the touchscreen? Yeah. Right. What do you mean? Uh, do you want to be doing the touchscreen and the other stuff, or uh, why would you do a claw? Well, if people want to control Monster Hunter without the touchscreen, you you could control it the same. Theoretically, you could control it the same way you would with the normal stick, which is your thumb moves off the buttons and onto the touchscreen to make camera movements. Oh, you're talking you about the can you right. do a claw to hit the D-pad and the circle pad at the yeah. same time? I mean, they're now that they're reversed, like the positions. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's less. The the real question is, can you play a game like Monster Hunter? And the answer yeah. is yes. So I think right. it's probably. So right. actually, the elephant in the room here is I'm left-handed, and there's only one circle pad. Oh shit! Huh. Yeah, you said that. And uh, with Kid Icarus, um, you have to use the pen, the stylus. With yeah. the uh, ah. touchpad to control the camera. Wait, there's got to be a, a way and, to switch well, in. They didn't let you at the show, but like uh. with the the old uh, DS, you could use like the little thumb pad, and that was fine. But uh, yeah, it was. I found myself like really uncoordinated playing. I read Kid something Icarus. from another lefty that said Kid Icarus was yeah was uh, because of their left. I, I could you, you should get that checked out. Get that fixed. Shut up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> so continuing on in uh, under games, Hacker Alias G7 GA7. Did Nintendo remake the music in Ocarina of Time or Star Wars? Yeah, I was curious 64. about that. I, I didn't... It was the same. When I, what I played was the same. We yeah. couldn't hear anything from Star Wars. Navi was the same, too. That same annoying voice. Listen! 
listen. Hey, listen. By the way, just as annoying as Navi is now Twitter Navi. Annoying Navi. Yes. Yes. Where anytime you mention, I think it's just the word Zelda or maybe it's Legend of Zelda, but automatically uh it was funny the first time it's just zelda yeah not so funny it's not gonna it's gonna be even less funny around the time that uh ocarina time actually re-releases um and let's see other questions um hacker alias flame condor how do you guys think game boy games will be priced on the virtual console that's a really good question 500 yen for gbc higher lower what's your bet I think 200 yen for Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Really? Yeah. That's no way. Cheap. Wishful thinking. Yep. Alex, what do you think? Maybe 500 yen. Yeah, starting. see, that to me sounds like the yep. exact spot. I wouldn't even say higher lower. I'd say 500 yen. Yep. Bam, right there. NES pricing. They're not going to go cheaper than NES. I mean, the Game Boy is came out later than the NES. What's the but cheap- it's black and white. I know. But- What's the cheapest DSiWare games that are out here? Uh, 100 yen. There's free ones, too, but... Okay. You know what's actually interesting is I wonder if it's going to have Super Game Boy capabilities to make those black and white games have like at least shades of color for the ones that weren't programmed with it. Right. That would be interesting. The Game Boy Color could do that, right? Uh, I don't. Yeah, to some extent it did, yeah. right? But but what are we talking about? Sorry. You know how the Super Game Boy, if you play old Game Boy games, it would have like different shades. It could apply at least to sort of give them sort of color. Oh right, yeah, well, and especially like games like Donkey Kong that started using it on purpose. Yeah, it right. Kind of fake it, but that was yeah, you know, yeah. it was kind of uh, shitty on games that didn't really take advantage of it the games that did looked really good but right. applied to like and games certain like ones were just programmed in yeah like, right. or like zelda or whatever right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um all right so uh hacker alias nick lot does the 3ds touch panel feel extraneous now that the focus is on the top screen for all the games no i mean it just feels like another control method i, I think say, by now it's kind of solidified itself as as that so. well resident evil i would say i completely forgot about you really? had that screen, yeah. I was using it a lot for the control, uh, the camera controls in Resident Evil. Yep, really. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't feel like you needed to. Hmm. Um, anybody else? Um, Any more or less than a regular DS? Now that the focus, now that the 3D stuff. Have, have they improved it at all? Like the actual touch screen? Not that I, I mean, it's not multi-touch. Like the iPhone, right? Right. I, I mean, you know, yeah. games that use it are going to use it. It's not going to go away. It's interesting. I didn't notice, but now that you mention it, looking back, I guess the fact that the top screen is bigger and more prominent, you know, I really kind of... The the bottom screen almost lost a little bit of its impact, I guess. It's become more right. of like a sub-screen than, well, than, and, than you know, a real... Well, and for the most right. part of the, DSi, or the DS lifespan, you know, that's pretty much what it was, like a control screen or whatever, you know? Yeah. All right, so um, Hacker Alias, awesome, Crotchmaster. Um, I saw Nintendo is using Japanese boy band Arashi to promote the 3DS. <laughs> Hiroko, which member of Arashi do you think is the dreamiest? I know it's hard to choose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I can't even... Uh, is there a picture? <laughs> <laughs> so for people who don't, you can see these ads up. They're like really short spots. They're, they started showing on Japanese TV. The interesting thing to me is that they don't show any games or they yeah. try to replicate the 3D effect. Mm-hmm. They just have them walk up and obviously they're not that good at actors. They pick it right. up. They've seen it before. They're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 or like, oh, like, oh, it, right. you know, oh, it popped out. Oh, that's how it is. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Right. And they like, like freak out for like 10 seconds. And then it's like, uh, the DS, you don't need glasses, like the right. glasses free 3D, 3D, exactly. DS, um, uh-huh. the Nintendo 3DS, blah, blah, blah. Real quick spot. But, um, yeah. So who's the dream guest? <laughs> Um, okay, Aiba-kun, maybe. Okay. Aiba. Yeah. Really? You would go for Aiba? Why, JJ? He's kind of like the goofy of type. 
Who would yeah. you go for? I would go yeah. for Ninomiya. He's, he's the dreamy <laughs> guy. They all look like birds. They all look like birds to me. Really? With their feather like, hair. The leader, yeah. lo- the leader looks like an owl. No shit. <laughs> Wait, do they look like birds or koalas? <laughs> oh, no. he looks We're like definitely, a koala. He definitely looks... birds. No, definitely. No, oh, here we go again. Okay, we can vote for this one. No, we're not. So, Hiroko, Hacker Elias, Katakata, I'll let you sort of generally translate it. Oh, yeah. Why don't you read it in Japanese first and then you can read it in English? See if this guy if this guy is Japanese is right or not. Kaijo it's the first question. Okay, we talked about that yeah, a little bit. A little, a little crowded. I mean, it was a good, decent people Reasonably show up. Crowded. Not, not yeah. packed, not as crowded as I thought it would be, but because I expected it to be like TGS levels. We'll so. say it was a little cold outside, and Japanese people tend to like freak out at the cold and like, there was not a, leave their houses. So. There was a dog show next door. And that's I right. Think, yeah, and there was a dog were, show next door. Yeah. Oh, so that's why people were... Uh, yeah, I, when I was walking yeah. up, I thought it was some sort of Nintendogs tie-in. Yeah, Me too. I, thought, I thought they wanted to see if they wanted cats to go viral marketing. <laughs> okay, well, keep going. Okay, yeah, so what's so, the next? Um, you guys kind of um, answered the second question, but the second question was um, like our personal opinions. Um, did we think? Did you guys think that um, it was more crowded or less crowded than you expected it to be? It was mm-hmm. exactly as crowded as I, I. I went to the original Nintendo Wii version of this. Me thing, too. Yeah. And there were not very many people there. And uh, but yeah, I was expecting it to be about this crowded. Okay. Yeah. And how was the crowd's reaction? Is the last question. That I don't know. I really want to know, but yeah. that's a really good question. I mean, how would you know? You, unless you like go up and look at their face when they first looked at it, it's yeah. kind of hard to say. You but didn't do that? not really. No. no. <laughs> I know. I heard people in line talking about other games, saying like, "Oh, did you see this? Oh, that right. was kind of cool." Like that. Right. Like, um, it didn't seem as the same excitement level as like a E3 or something like right. that but I mean the people at E3 are like the hardest hardcore right. you know Uber right. they're crying during Zelda announcements exactly <laughs> right. like no, no reaction to the 3D because like it's the first time most of the people saw a 3 um, yeah well for me like I remember I, I kind of had like a, a an Arashi experience when I first <laughs> I went to the peep show first just because I wanted to see the 3D and I was like oh glory holes yeah, yeah the glory holes <laughs> oh yeah because you didn't see it I, I, this would but this was my sure. first time oh, right. so it was right. like wow you really do just look at it and it's 3D right. it's like yeah, this yeah. is uh, you know, Freaked it was crazy. I thought it was insane. You lose but your shit? A yeah, bit. I, I lost my shit a little bit. <laughs> a little bit? I mean, well, people did line up like two hours ahead of time. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I got used to it by the end of the day, but yeah. Speaking of losing your shit, uh, good thing you're not under six years old or else <laughs> your eyeballs might have melted. Uh, That's right. So, so is it true yeah. that they put a sticker on the kids um, under six years old? No shit. Well, you, yeah, yeah, you, you, Yuji Naka tweeted about it. Like he um, brought his um, baby boy, I think, mm-hmm. to the event. And um, he, he tweeted that they um, put a sticker on him. He put a picture yeah. of it and there's the a sticker n- on his the back. The Nintendo yeah. star of David. What's saying, like, it's whatever you see happen to this kid, it's not the fault of the Nintendo 3DS. Like, I don't care if it's like Halloween 3 and his like, head melts and yeah. like cockroaches and snakes <laughs> crawl out of it. It's not our fault. I mean, this is this is so obviously like Nintendo just pr- protecting their ass. Well, so for, for, for people who don't know, let's back up. So uh, Nintendo put out something on their website saying that for under six like 
you should be careful like it might harm the development of like young eyeballs and then <laughs> like in this nintendo putting that out and then like the press it, like it's like the opposite of what would normally happen and then the press of what happened with the wii and the you know wrist straps and all that right mm-hmm. then the press is like well wait maybe there's not actually not a problem came out with some stories that were like right. well actually it doesn't matter the 3d effect isn't doing right. anything and then just to go full circle some stories actually came out that's like actually it could be good for like kids yeah. eyeballs right so it's like who yeah. knows what to believe Nintendo kind of said okay we're just covering our ass here right thing. right so right. Um, as a concerned parent soon to be soon yeah. to be concerned parent concerned parents <laughs> I you know I don't know what to think but uh, if American eyeball Association what are they called <laughs> since, it's, since it's fine EA. I think it's okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Uh, do you guys know about this Pikachu incident oh yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah I actually so, mentioned that in my tweet about it the uh-huh. epilepsy thing that happened right. in Japan famous yeah, Pikachu a while back. Nintendo Pikachu. tried to kill all Japan's children with uh, their <laughs> cartoons yeah. yeah, but yeah, because of that, I think they're trying to cover their asses. That and then sense. the Wii, the Wii thing too. Remember, it wasn't that long ago. The Wii came out, didn't have a wrist strap, didn't have all that, didn't right. have the condom. Well, and, and I think this is like a, a direct reaction to like all of that crap. You know, they're super hardcore about that too. Like they, uh, they, they filled a, a friends of ours filled a, filmed a Wii commercial, and like oh, one person yeah. didn't have the the like the Wii like rubber on the Wii, and like they wouldn't let them use no, the commercial. No, no, they filled no, no, the no, no, no. It was even more ridiculous than that. They had the strap on, uh-huh. but the strap was loose. Are you serious? And that's why. <laughs> They have like high guidelines, wow. like high standard guidelines for like and how you can. Uh, Sakurai during his uh, little conference or whatever, he was like, "Nintendo told me to put the stupid strap on, but you know, <laughs> I, I didn't want to." But that, he didn't say stupid, but his tone was like, "I really don't want to do this." But he was uh, cool. His to. presentation was yeah, cool. He I was would funny. love to just listen to him talk. Yeah, twenty four hours. Um, so yeah. also talking a lot, Iwata, Hiroko, let's talk about this. So Iwata asks, Oh yeah. had a lot of interesting stuff. I only read the first part um, mm-hmm. in yeah. English, but the parts that I, that really struck me was one, like the stuff about the Virtual Boy. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. believe they actually started talking about the Virtual Boy. Uh-huh. That's right. It's kind of like talking about the, like, um, the, the retarded, like, son in the closet that they keep <laughs> yeah. in the closet. Or it's like your mother who, like, whatever. murdered somebody. Yeah. Like, it's like... <laughs> But, you know, they said, like, kind of helped lead them to <laughs> the, the, the 3DS. Um, and, and, and actually, when they lay it out, they've actually been doing a lot of stuff with 3D back to even the Famicom. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, Famicom. 3D, oh, right? They had right. Uh, Famicom Rad- Grand Prix 2, 3D Hot Rally. There was Rad Racer and uh, 3D World Runner. That, that was right. square, but but still. Right, but they did have, and I had these until I my great uh, loss of everything I owned ever. Uh, right. I had the Famicom 3D goggles that they had. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, way back in the day. Um, so but that the, was Iwata, Iwata and Miyamoto's first joint. Right, right. Together. The first time they met. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was? Really interesting. The uh, 3D Hot Rally. Oh, okay. Yeah, Famicom Disk System um, game. It's an awesome name for a game. Right? Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> um, and the Virtual Boy, I thought this was interesting. It's amazing like what a little perspective change can do. But um, Miyamoto even was saying like that was not supposed to be the heir to the Game Boy. Right. It was yeah. supposed to just be a toy. It was supposed to be a toy. I saw that, right. Yeah. yeah. But as but Nintendo doesn't just put out toys anymore. Right. And, uh-huh. and named Boy... 
of course you're going to think right. that. And it was mm-hmm. marketed as right. that. All the magazines took it as that. Mm-hmm. As a toy, if you take it, if you reframe it that way, it's like, yeah, this is this kind of cool It's interesting thing. how he was like sort of almost like blaming the marketing department. Yeah. And he almost sounded like kind of yeah, yeah. pissed. Like it's like he finally well, he had a chance to yeah, vent. Was, well, yeah. yeah. That he's like, if I did it, I would have done it this he, way. He didn't have the authority to override them at that yeah. time. Yeah. 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 It was funny because it's like crazy. the beginning of that section, like they kept asking Miyamoto. He's like, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's complicated. Yeah. yeah, it's a bad memory because it sells five hundred thousand, but it's actually a flop by system standards. But yeah. as a toy, it would be a success, especially yeah. especially for how expensive it was. Right, right. And if you don't have to get third parties to sign on for it, if it's just Nintendo makes a game every once in a while, I mean Mario a Clash for that thing. I think still, if that if an amazing game, if it yep. had a sequel, it would have been really good. Virtual Boy, I think it's an unsung, amazing, cool, quirky, weird, awesome thing. I'm a huge, huge Virtual Boy fan. Really. But but yeah, like reframe that way. I thought that was one really interesting thing um, that they talked about. Um, they also talked about having different kind of. They've been like toying with this technology for a long time. Right, this is not yeah, born. That was the yeah. thing that fantasized me the most. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they were saying that um, they had they are they had the three D function in the GBA. Um, SB. Right. Yeah. They had yeah. a version of it that yeah. actually worked, mm-hmm. but like the tech and the resolution wasn't high enough, and they decided to wow. hold off on it, right? Well, if it was like the first GBA, you probably, it, like, it, it would get so dark you wouldn't be able to see anything. It would just be oh, a black screen. Yeah. But this is the SP. SP oh, SP. Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. But, but then, then also the GameCube <laughs> yeah. had this functionality, this, right? Yeah, that was crazy. So, wait, really? Really explain this. What is the, is it just like you plug it up to your TV and see 3D, no. or is like it's like a special thing? You would, uh, the GameCube had this, and I don't know how much of it, they, they were kind of vague about it, but they said it was built into it, and they made a big thing of it. But I don't know if it was just it was powerful enough to handle this dual images or whatever. But they were saying it had this the 3D effect mm-hmm. built into it, where if it was hooked up to a special uh, screen, an LCD, yeah, screen, an LCD screen, yeah, mm-hmm. then it was capable of doing the same kind of uh, 3D effect. Right, but LCD monitors or screens were just too expensive back in the day. I wonder if exactly. that means Luigi's Mansion for the 3DS. They mentioned that. So, yes, really? In fact, Luigi's Mansion mm-hmm. was the game they had working that way, and you can totally imagine that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That would be so awesome. I wonder what happens if you hook your GameCube to current TVs and play Luigi's Mansion. Nah, nothing. That you mean current 3D TVs? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe if you had like a Game Shark code that unlocked God, it's too bad. That would I'm be sure they took fucking it out awesome if, they, if, they, if you could activate that. How right. cool would that be? Or somebody with an emulator? Yeah, hackers get on it. <laughs> so Hiroko, what else uh, from the uh, from the well, other actually, parts of the water interview? You know what? Um, I think they just covered everything because that was what's what um, struck you. Well, yeah, and um, I guess they translated everything to English because that was all that was written in the. Um, oh, they also talked about what um, Yamochi liked liked. Oh uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Don. Yeah, he kept pushing the 3D technology like all, um, from the back in the days. Like he. He, the question he would always ask is that does it have 3D? Does it jump out? Right, does it jump out? Yeah, that was an English Like the crazy yeah. old man is like, does it jump out at you? <laughs> Yamauchi is the freaking king, okay? Yeah. Don't you dare Dude, diss that like, man. Dude, like, I, I kind of, I'm worried now. You're slap you, JJ. Guy. I know, exactly. I you feel... want more of that? Oh. Ah, that's, that's for no. talking shit. <laughs> that's for talking shit. Oh. Actually, he's my avatar on Twitter. Right. Yeah. So you he's of the all man. people. The young Yamauchi. Yeah. He's the and reason DS had two screens. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So they were talking about that a bit. Too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we're slowly getting to the end here. Um, yeah. If you want to see the inside of the 3DS. Um, what was that about? Who took it apart? That Chinese dude? Chinese, like, Chinese, stole it from the factory? Chinese Man. assembly line workers. Dude, which, you know, with the rise of China, there's more people <laughs> playing games and more people who want to access the information. And that's right. why there's going to be more and more leaks if people so still do that To me, stuff. that's the interesting part of this story is not that you see the inside of the 3DS because, yeah. like, uh, really, who cares? But, right. Uh-huh. But it, to me, it's that this is a Nintendo system Mm -hmm. and those guys have had this shit on lockdown but you saw the first pictures uh, a couple weeks ago and now you're seeing the insides of it it makes me wonder now is it possible in the age of twitter and facebook Mm -hmm. and the the internet is prevalent and cell phones with you know video and 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 picture taking technology that they have now is it possible is is even nintendo prone to these leaks that you have seen from Microsoft certainly and now you know even Sony where you saw the slim the PS3 slim months before it was announced. right that's right is it possible to keep a secret anymore if your thing is made in China right yeah well I mean you know I wonder I yeah. No I way. doubt it. I don't think so. I think it's not. We're going to start seeing Wii HD uh, images in yeah, the Yeah, I mean, uh, as, as soon as I start making that shit. Either that or they're going to send, like, armed guards to, like, every factory that, like, produces this stuff. They're going to shoot people I mean, on the I spot. Would, like, knowing well, Nintendo, they probably have done <laughs> the most that they could do. Right. Yeah. Already, exactly. And it's still leaking. Exactly. And, I, yeah, I mean, I think it is interesting. I mean, they did keep the initial thing from right. it right but once it's starting to get mass produced right mm-hmm. and that mass i think what that mass quote-unquote mass production was was actually units for this nintendo world event i'm not even sure they were launch units uh, i think they maybe. were that was because of this event maybe yeah. maybe i mean but they have that 1.5 million of them by yeah they've got that's true they, that's true um so something we haven't really talked much about and really wasn't on show at this event um, was like 3D video in 3D movies. Yeah. So with the rise of 3D movies right now, where it seems like every movie wants to be 3D, they're mm-hmm. not really pushing this much now. I think that's probably going to be something more in America, like that's bigger in America. Like here we've got, uh, uh, what is it, Fuji TV right. and, and Nitele. Uh, they, they did announce a partnership where I think it's original programming too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be automatically downloaded to your 3DS. And what's cool about that is potentially also um, with the 3DS has this um, ability to download stuff passively. You can just right. leave it on and it'll download stuff. Demos of new games where you bring it to the schoolyard, bring yeah. it to work, bring it to yeah. wherever and show it to your friends. That shows them the 3D effect. Yeah. It's almost like it's big own viral marketing thing. I it think is, yeah. To a large part, we're getting into another subject, but the initial sales numbers, I don't know what they're going to do based on the launch games, maybe not crazy, but I think a lot of it is going to be they're trying to get those 1.5 million out there because they realize, Nintendo really realizes, people need to get out there to show it to other Spread people. Spread it, right. Yeah, yeah. they're going to use yeah. people as their own marketing force right. mm-hmm. um, because they can't get out and show everybody that's going to be a D, not mm-hmm. everybody who's a DS audience person the old right. people the young kids and actually go i have a, a funny story about this because over the weekend uh, uh, my wife went over to her grandmother's house for like a family meeting or whatever uh-huh. and uh her sister is a huge Layton fan and she kept you know bugging her about like you know are you sure you can't play the new Layton on the, D- the regular ds <laughs> <laughs> like you know right. I, I guess a lot of people don't know that these new systems are like you know 
backwards compatible but not forward forwards compatible right exactly mm. so yeah like it, that people will need to be educated on that like you know it's not like a dsi situation so it'd be interesting to see you know avatar harry potter if they try to tap into the whole 3d mania right. back be- when shane was on the show he kept insisting that avatar was going to be like you know packaged with the 3ds well, or I whatever still, he, but... i think he still believes that because he said that on weekend confirmed yeah he's wrong weeks but ago. anyway i, I just we'll, we'll see with the american thing Nintendo five minutes of video or something yeah so i mean nintendo's in. never been one to like blur their vision of as far as like what they want to you know showcase with these systems and it's not movies i mean it is not movies that said i mean they are talking about this music yeah. thing now where you passively you know see who's listening most to what songs and, and stuff like that they the know iphone is now majorly eating into their market share yeah. right Right. So we'll see. Like that's interesting. Like right. uh, what what the reaction is going to be in the. I'd age. be happy if like I could get like dramas, Japanese dramas on my 3ds in 3D. In 3D, really? Yeah. What would be very 3D about a drama? Like I a, don't know. I could just see. It's not going to make the hot, acting any better. Hot it's going to be crap. People would sigh and in, in the foreground and sob and, and pout in 3D. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I think that about covers the major stuff. Um, was there on the 3DS at least? Anyway, we have some housekeeping stuff to do in the last segment. But um, just to wrap this up, does anybody else have anything uh, to go about the 3DS overall kind of impressions? Um, Waiting in line, pre-order, not going to buy. Where do you fall? Where does everybody fall on we the should, list? We should do our next podcast while in line. Uh, we, yeah. might, we very well might. You never know. Mm. John, you have already said Definitely you're waiting in line. Definitely pre-ordering, pre-ordering and waiting, waiting in line. line. I will yeah. be with John. Definitely. Pre-ordering and waiting in line. Alex. Yeah. I'll be with those two. Pre-ordering and waiting in line. Yeah. Hiroko. I'm going to pre-order and think about it. Okay. <laughs> I'll do the same. I'll pre-order. I don't know if I'll wait in line, but I'm going to get one just because But you I, want one on day one. I want one on day one, not for any of the launch games, but right. only because I think I'm going to get one anyway, so why not mm-hmm. get one? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Me exactly. too. I don't have a launch game that I really have to have, but I believe in the future of the system for sure, so right. why not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would rather there be a killer launch game for me. I feel like there's not a launch game for me. Yeah. But the we'll crappy see. thing is if there is a launch game for you in the US, you would have to buy a US system to exactly. be able to play yeah. it, which yeah. is Well, and I also wonder but you guys would probably end up buying both. Well, yeah. I, yeah, sadly, uh, now we have to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the US system would have a pack-in game. If they would keep a lot of people are speculating will they keep the price high mm. and offer a pack-in game? The ultimate slap in the face would be packing in Nintendo dogs. Why? Well, for all the hardcore gamers out there, nobody. It's not like Wii Sports where it's kind of like you could play with your friends. Well, who aren't yeah, gamers. I don't. I don't think they're gonna have a pack, and they have enough nah. stuff in the box already that makes it, you know, you think? right, fun enough. I don't know if they did one. It, I wouldn't be Nintendo dogs. I don't think. I think that skews too young. Mm. I mean, if they did multiple ones, which would be weird. Yeah. I can see them doing pilot wings. Yeah. Um, Which would piss me off because that's that should be a launch title. If they're okay with the price drop, like in the first year, then I could see them launching at two fifty. But it, but if they're gonna go the way they usually go, I just can't see them pricing this thing as higher than two hundred dollars. I don't know mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like really, really yeah. though? What yeah, I mean. It's, just that's a lot of money for a handheld. That is a lot of money to lose. It is. Your it is. average Joe Walmart does not want to spend like two hundred fifty dollars on anything, that's let alone true. a little three D. They they did on Rock Band though. Well, anyway, um, why don't we take uh, one final break, and when we come back, we'll just uh, wrap things up and do a little housekeeping, um, and we'll do that in uh, two and two. You are my song, song, it's my song, song, 
So uh, that's pretty much everything we know about 3DS. We will still be talking about it leading up to the Japanese launch. Yeah, uh, a little interested. bit more than a month left. Yep. It'll be interesting to see what the American details that come out uh, next week are. Yeah. Yes. How well. wrong we were. How about. pissed we want to be about, <laughs> uh, about it or not. If it comes out later, how much money we'll get on eBay right. for the extra ones <laughs> that we pick up. Um, so we got a lot of different stuff to talk about uh, at the end of the show here. So actually, first thing I want to make sure we mention is we are hiring here at 8.4. Oh, yes. Yes. And by hiring, I mean we're willing to pay no money to you <laughs> to come work for us. Yeah. Um, so we're looking for interns um, yes. here in our office in Shibuya, Japan. So if you are here or are going to be here um starting in the next month um send us your resume let us know why we should hire you in a nice cover letter alex um what advice would you give to any potential future interns um good question i think uh just get used to doing food runs there you go buy a box of macarons yeah yeah buy a box of macarons every day john likes his coffee black a lot of Excel like work. Like JJ's men. With yep. two milk. A lot yeah, of, that's yeah. right. Two a lot of Excel work. You got to take a beating. You got to be able to take a beating like yeah. a man. Knowing mm-hmm. Japanese helps. Knowing Japanese helps. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want kind of a uh, little peek into the gaming industry or right. interested right. in localization work mm-hmm. or just like being around cool people. Yeah. Um, Especially the cool people. There you go. Oh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Next week is my last week. Next Friday, I believe. There you go. Yeah. 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 So you will be missed. You'll be back for the Resident Evil show, though, yeah. anniversary show. Hopefully. But um, visit us on our website, oh, yeah. 8-4.jp. Yes. There's a uh, info uh, at 84 email there. You can send um, your best uh, chance at uh, nabbing that. Um, what else? Um, stuff that we have promised to do before. Um, a Monster Hunter contest winners john why don't you uh let people know the hacker aliases of our winners and um yeah uh basically we asked people to what join us uh follow us all on twitter which our twitter names are uh john tv hiroko 84 cvx freak sprsk and mark mcd and uh people who followed us saw got Monster Hunter Uniqlo t-shirts. We picked four of the our favorites. I think I picked some pretty cool ones. Cool. Oh, yeah? Um, and uh, who are the winners that will be getting contacted imminently by our current awesome intern <laughs> in the following days? All right. So um, we tried to pick uh, from people who left messages, right? Because we like creativity. So, um, uh, so we narrowed it down from there. And then in that list, uh, each of us picked one. I don't remember who picked who. But um, the winners are... Uh, eight, uh, so is this their hacker alias then, and that's their real name? Is that yeah. how you did this? Okay. So you can just say that. The first one is you're like my grandpa. Hacker. <laughs> I need my uh, bifocals. How does the Twitter work <laughs> then? <laughs> What's the real name? Is the real name Cockmaster? Oh no, wait. The real. Okay. Okay. The hacker alias Jeremy Lamont. Real name 
Jeremy Lamont. Um, All right. No, no, no. His comment was uh, audio wise. His comment is here with a subtle acknowledgement of my love of high quality nerdware. Yay. Um, hopefully one of them fit you. If not, I hope you got a small girlfriend. Uh, or a very fat girlfriend, actually. Yeah. As the case may be. Okay. Next up is uh, hacker alias Akudasu. Jason. You tell me, Blazowitz, Blazkowitz, Blazowitz. Wait, this looks like the name of the uh, the guy in Doom. Blazaskabaz Pachow. No, I don't know. Oh, I think we just had an earthquake. Blazakiewicz. Jason Blazchow. Yep. Go ahead. Late Jason Blazowitz. Uh, he said, uh, "Can't believe I listened to a two-hour podcast about Monster Hunter. Regardless, it's still one of my favorite podcasts." That was the one that I chose because God bless you. I think that's awesome. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot of feedback from people who actually listened to that. Whole lot, I, there were several people who actually went out and bought the game. It's actually yep. one of our uh, most downloaded podcasts, which yeah. is surprising. Like one of the top four i think we always like hearing about what you think about that game and how awesome the localization is especially so uh, feel free to tweet us on that winner number three is uh hacker alias wolfwood 1351 his name is alan caesar uh help devil joe ate my shirt He would, he would do something like that, I think. That yeah, that asshole would do something yeah. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he'd just borrow it and not return it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And the last one, we thought we'd uh, give a token shirt to somebody who actually mentioned the numbers that yeah. Mark yes. pulled out of his ass. Uh, is Hacker Alias Austin AM, which is Austin Mate. He's got the little accent mark. Yep. Ooh, how do you, how do, you do that? Yeah. So, um, what, what was his comment? Uh, loved uh, 364216. Love the podcast and incidentally, Monster Hunter. Keep up the awesome work. So, you guys will be getting contacted and we will be sending out their shirts. Thanks, everybody. Many entered, few won. <laughs> um, and uh, speaking of contests, actually, yes. we have, we got some codes from the Marvel Pinball guys over at uh, Zen Studios. Um, we are going to talk about it, I guess, starting yeah. next week. Cause, uh, I-, I played it a little bit, and uh, it's... it's it- you we'll talk about it next week. You should definitely want the. We'll notes. talk about it next week. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm. real quick, um, uh, from our uh, PSN PS3 users in Europe, um, hey RR7HC8NB469P. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And we might have more of that uh, when we actually talk about it, but that'll let somebody uh, join in. Um, Marvel Pinball on for Xbox. Europeans, you said. Maybe, 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 maybe. By the way, if you win, uh, if if you if you actually got that, let us know. Yeah. Well, yeah. You you who got in there, and hopefully we'll we'll friend you, and we can play against you because one of the cool things about this game is how like social it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I played it a little bit too, and I'll just say like pinball physics are fucking awesome. Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about it in depth soon. Uh, we'll also be talking about Nino Kuni, which we promised a bunch. I've actually played it. We've talked to a bunch of people who played the shit out of that game. Unbelievably, right. yeah, we'll, large amounts of playtime. We'll talk more about that. We might be getting a sponsor on the show. We're kind of excited about that. That should be getting us more Japanese games and other things. Getting um, some games early ahead of release that we can start talking about. That's right. And, Our friends over uh, at Xseed have been providing us some shit. Yes. Um, so we might have some giveaways related to them as well. We might yeah. have that too. Um, yeah, people have been playing some shit yeah. too. So um as always uh for feedback you can check us out on the uh one-up boards you can check us out at 8-4.jp and leave a comment there yes you can check us out on neogaf.com hopefully usually there's a thread there yep um what else tweet us we're always open to that yes Um, any kind of feedback positive um we'd love to hear it negative you can keep it to yourself um (laughs) tell a friend about the podcast and i think that's it for this week it might be this two or three weeks actually we 
this episode's a little early. The next one might be a little bit late. I'm going to be taking a little trip, so. Right. And I might be having a baby, so. Hopefully. Yeah. Or your We got to get your baby on the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll All just right. cry. For Actually, we got to get your baby yeah. in front of a 3DS and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make it go blind on <laughs> We'll lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and if you've seen Halloween 3, that means something. But really? Yeah, I've never seen Look Halloween it up. 3. Yeah, yeah if you haven't. I'm sorry, your baby will intern 20 years from now. Yeah. Oh, yes. God, I hope not. Do we have to wait 20 years? Well, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, 10 years. <laughs> anyway, all right. uh, so that's it from all of us here at 8-4. We are saying... Alex, what are we saying? Ano... Hi! Hey.